Hello there. How are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Oh, Lord. What is going on with this? We are on a new episode of Sweetwater. I'm your host, Divine Priestess. I'm going to let you introduce yourself because I'm going to start cracking jokes if I introduce you. So, <laughs> so. You, you, you can crack a few jokes. <laughs> so, I feel like I wouldn't do it justice. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm uh, so I'm I'm Con- I'm Connor Mackey. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Machiavelli M A C K E V E L I. Um, and I don't know what what else do you want to know? I don't know what's relevant. Because to- <laughs> <laughs> me, About- I'm going straight in with the nicknames. If I introduce you, oh Lord, what you going with? Gingerbread, gingerbread, muffin man. You know the rest. Muffin, I can't. The, the rest, you know, the rest we can't say. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, you can't say that my life. Never be able to work in this town again. Yeah, just, just, just straight over it. So, today's episode for y'all that don't know, it's you know, it's a thin line, and what we are going to be talking about is a thin line between a lot of different things. That little line in the sand, what, like the spectrum, what makes something black or white. All right. So I'm going to hit it first with the thin line between withholding information versus lying. Oh, sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's just go ahead and get into it. Like, that's the, because growing up as a kid, and I would tell people, I don't, I don't lie. However, if you, if people don't know me, they don't pay attention, like how I say things. I will dance around the question and redirect it to something else so I don't have to answer. Oh, yeah. Like, certain times you have to, like, look at me and be like, bro, you playing around, like, yes or no. And then, I, then I'll t- just be straight up front with it. There's a there's a word for that. I like to call that telling, telling convenient truths. Look, because the thing is, <laughs> it's because sometimes it'll hurt someone's feeling like to just be straight up front. And it's like, you know, you want to dance around a little bit. You, you don't want to hurt the person's feelings, you know, but how do you like, I don't know. How do you, how do you calculate that as far as like, what do you, you personally saying to yourself? Okay. I don't think this person wants to know this. Based off their emotional state at that moment. So do you think that's like, it's just based off of that moment or how you think the I, reaction I, is going to be, period? I think it's based off that moment and how that person takes information. Because, see, I'm only like that <clears throat> with people that, you know, I know personally. So I know how they operate. I know how they respond. I know if they're just going to act out of emotions or if they're really going to sit there and look at the principle of things. Right. So, to a, to a certain extent, I agree with you, and I, I really just asked that question to, to to see where you were gonna go with that because, and I just like playing devil's advocate because I have a hot take, you know, when yes. it comes to <laughs> <laughs> when it when it comes to that topic. Because of course, I had like a, I'm not gonna call it a revelation, but a couple of years ago, I started asking myself like, how responsible am I for people lying to me? Yeah. And what and and what I mean by that is am I making a safe space for people to be able to tell the truth? Yeah. 
because if I'm not, then they're automatically, they take that stance. Well, I don't think Connor wants to hear this. Or if I tell Connor this, he's going to get upset, uh, you know, or he's going to, you know, cut me off or whatever the case may be. But if you fostered an environment where it's like, okay, I know I can be straight up with him and he's going to be objective and he's going to be understanding and empathetic, then I feel like people would be like more hesitant to lie to you, you know, or just feel more comfortable telling you the truth. I, yeah, I agree with that because I just had that conversation with a friend yesterday in regards to how to communicate. I'm like, if you, I'm real big on just tell me the truth. Like, don't worry about my feelings, but it's a way to do it, see what you're saying, and not get defensive or shut down not receiving what you're telling me. I think I, I struggle with that a little bit just because I feel like sometimes when I try to make it PC, you know, make it politically correct or make it more palatable. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like what I'm saying gets lost in the translation. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, maybe, and I've been, I've been told that my delivery sometimes can like be harsh. Um, yep. And like the way I communicate things are like, uh, you know, I guess just a little too straightforward. And yeah. I guess the, I guess the sort of the, where that stems from is because I communicate the way I like to be communicated with, if that makes any sense. No, I 100% uh, agree. <clears throat> so the way I, the way I say things to people is, I mean, more or less, that's how I want you to say it to me. I want you to just rip the bandaid right off, you know, and let's like, let's just get into it. Um, but I've come to realize that like, like you said, a lot of people need to be, or prefer to be spoon fed things or they need that, um, they need that affirmation sandwich, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like, Hey, I, you know, where you put the, you know, the, the, the affirmation on top, you put that, that, that harsh truth in the middle and yeah. then you put another one on the bottom. It's like, Hey, you know, I really care about you, but you know, you're X, Y, Z. And then, but you know, I still rock with you, you know? Yeah. So like, I think that's the part that I'm sort of working on, you know, just in my, in my journey or in my development. I, I, I agree with that. And I tell people, and this is why I tell a lot of people, like, I don't talk to all my friends the same. I talk to sure, every sure. one of them completely differently. Like, some I can be extremely upfront, blunt, no filter, nothing. And they're not going to take it personally. They're not going to get offended. Other people, I have to sugarcoat it. I kind of have to dance around it and, like, ease into what I'm trying to say. So it doesn't, so they can like hear and receive it. And then we can like continue to move forward. You know, I, one that, that kind of reminds me of something. There's like a, there's this thing that I've been seeing on Twitter a lot. And I feel like it's becoming like a cliche. And it, and it was like, I feel like I'm going to butcher this, but like, just bear with me. It was, it, it was something along the lines of like, um, like communication isn't really like very effective without good comprehension on the other side. Mm. So like, so like, even if I'm doing all of these things to like modify my speech and like talk to you in a certain type of way, it's like, I don't know at what point do we take accountability for like how well we receive information and not necessarily how well like P 
people give it to us. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. That's just like, because I feel you in the sense of like, okay, you know, I have to talk to this person this way or like I, have, I talk to these friends that way. But like, I don't know. Sometimes like that, it it just becomes burdensome for me because I feel like I'm code switching, you know, or yeah. like, <clears throat> and I don't know. I feel like I'm very meticulous with my words and my word choice anyway, you know, just because I don't like to, I don't like to say things that I'm going to have to end up apologizing for. Um, well, yeah. Like, <clears throat> so like, I haven't apologized in a very long time. Well, I'm not going to say I haven't apologized in a very long time, but it's definitely a, you know, like an Aries apology, the, you know, the I'm yeah. sorry you feel that way. Yeah. Because, yeah, because, I mean, usually everything I say, like, I mean, I meant it. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, yeah. I think, but just as it relates to the topic, like, what's the difference between, like, lying and like withholding information I think there's like a certain level of you like especially if you're talking about with a friendship or with a relationship or even with family members if if there's like a I'm pretty I feel like there's a certain level of okay I know what this person feels is important Mm -hmm. so if you're withholding something that you know for a fact yeah is important then it's no longer just a oh it slipped my mind you know what i mean yeah like now now at this point you're keeping secrets Mm, yeah and see i'm really big on and this i have no i always tell people i have no problem saying what i've done i have no problem saying what i said behind closed doors and everybody but if you ask me you're in a space of like you're coming at me aggressive i'm gonna dance around little bit i'm like i don't want to have confrontation because then some have conversations to get an understanding and i always tell people there's a lot of reasons why i do a lot of things but my intentions are always pure and i also had to realize that even though what i did may have been out of the purest intentions it still could have offended the other person and you know yeah so as it I guess as it relates to the topic, um, because I like I, I understand, you know, that things that we do may have good intentions, mm-hmm. but I feel like some of the worst things that are ever done sometimes are done with the best of intentions, mm. um, and I think I don't know, like even if even if you have good intentions, like what portion of that was like self-preservation? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, okay, like I withheld this information or I lied about this because I didn't want to hurt you. That was done with a good intention, but depending on who you ask, it was like, you could, one could argue, okay, that was done, you know, to you to protect some sort of image of yourself. Um, Yeah, I, I can see that. Because I think even at one point in my life, like, especially during college, I had to, like, really ask myself, okay, am I spending, am I expelling more energy, like, actually trying to be a good person or, like, appear to be a good person? Mm. Because, like, there's a, uh, there's, there's a very thin line. 
between the if, between the it, two of those. <laughs> it is, but see, also too, you can still be a good person, and other people still perceive you as a bad person because they didn't get the benefit that they wanted. Right? Like That's it's always true. like even like even I look at like when it comes down to arguments or disagreements, it's always one person that's really upset and offended and the other person's like, and it's just kind of like, you got to look at the situation because sometimes like we'll get upset at a situation and be completely wrong. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like be dead wrong in entire situation. But it's like, we got this emotion of anger. So we just feel like we got to be right because we mad. And by we, are you talking about? (laughs) 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 Oh, man. I don't want to get canceled. (laughs) No, no, I don't mean that. Because I know you know it. No, I mean, we as in the people. (laughs) Always, always in the people. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) the people, you know, because it's true. Like, I've seen so many arguments, and I'm always like the mediator. And I would see the art, like, both people are upset, right? And the other person is just completely mad because they're hurt. But I'm like, but what's the entire situation? And you need to look at the principle of it. It's like, yeah, you you right for being, you know, you are valid for being upset, but you are wrong in this situation. Yeah, I know. It's, it's real hard to make that emotional U-turn, though. You know, when you've been driving 90 miles an hour down that one-way street. Like, yeah. Ready to die on that hill, you know, like. <laughs> And then you'd be like, ah, you know what? <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I, I might have been wrong like 30 minutes ago, but it's too late now. Like, yeah, like I'm going to continue. <laughs> and that's the thing is like someone, and I've seen it where people know they're wrong, but they still continue to be mad because now they know that they're wrong. And they don't want to go back and apologize. Sheesh. <laughs> so, so then too, it's just, and then it's just kind of like, even like touching back on like withholding information and telling the lie, some people view withholding information as the lie. When it, I feel like if you want to know certain things, sometimes you do have to like continue Gosh. to ask those questions. And so people like saying I'm lying about something, but I'm like, you didn't ask like follow up questions to get to the root. So yeah, you feel like I'm lying because I'm real big on. If you don't ask me, I feel like you don't care, so I'm not gonna tell you. Oh, unless we got, unless we have that connection, and I feel safe to talk to you, then it's you know, then it's like I'm gonna just go ahead and lay it out. Like you ask for it, this is what it is. Oh, so you almost gotta have a a law degree to interrogate you. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like... and I, <laughs> like I tell my my best friend this, and and they know this, you know, but. When it comes to me, specifically because of trauma I had dealt with, you know, growing up, I'm like, if you don't, and even then I had to learn that, like, working in the industry and, like, dealing with managers, they were real big on it. If I didn't ask you, don't tell me. Mm-hmm. So I developed that, too. Of I'm going to withhold it because you didn't ask. So I have, a, I have another hot take. Okay. when it comes to this and you know i'm 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 trying to be impartial because like i said i don't want to attach this to a particular gender characteristic <laughs> we got look we <laughs> look you may be withholding that information of who you yeah, try I'm gonna, to target but yeah we i'm see gonna <laughs> i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna, exactly i'm gonna withhold that but do you think to a certain extent 
that we, the people, <laughs> sometimes may have a tendency to ask questions that we really don't want the answer to? 1,000%. Because, and that's the thing, too. Uh, like, don't, and I, I'm real, I had to learn this, you know, especially like when it comes to, like, dating. No searching for something, number oh, one. Yeah. And, and so even then, it's like, you when it comes to like asking for truths and getting like the full story sometimes it's not like a quick easy answer you know sometimes there is like reasonings behind it and it's a whole bigger picture but it's just kind of like you need to be prepared to have an answer that you didn't want in the first place so it's like you know you're gonna take what you're given or you're gonna keep searching and curiosity killed the cat Oh yeah, it's gonna do it every single time. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's rarely you got the answer that you wanted. So it's just kind of like when it comes to like people withholding information. Like I'll sit here and I don't fault no one for withholding information from me because I'm like, first off, make sure I'm in a good mood. Okay, Some right, right. So the way I can like try to get an understanding, and then we can like figure some things out and move forward from there. You know, and yeah, honestly, that's a that's another thing that I feel when it comes to like withholding information that people overlook is like when is the right time to even bring that up? You know, like I I feel like there's a difference if you're having a conversation mm-hmm. and it's like on the topic, and then it's like, oh well, since we're talking about this, yeah, you know, let me let me go ahead and tell you. But if it's just like something that you know that may never come up, like, at what point in time do you feel like it's appropriate mm. to just bring that up? Because I know you said, well, make sure I'm in a good mood. Yeah. The way I think about it, it's like, oh, if you're in a good mood, like, why would I kill it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if it's, but then it's like, if you're in a bad <laughs> mood, it's like, why would I make this even worse? Yeah. So then, well, but, like, well, because if I'm already in a bad mood, it's like, I'm trying to process what I'm going through that put me in that bad mood. So it's like, you throwing more stuff on, it's like, bro, I'm trying to process one thing, and you're going to pile this on me and it and it's not always like when i'm happy but it's it's a certain like there's a difference between being irritated frustrated and upset and just flat out angry don't tell me something i don't want to know when i'm already (laughs) angry because now i'm about to turn into dmx and get real aggressive Uh... (laughs) like because now you you're hitting me at the wrong time but also it's about the approach so i can be in a happy mood and if you approach me in a way that's I don't want to say like soft, but doing a way of like sitting me down and like letting me know we're about to have like a serious conversation and we actually have a conversation for understanding of each other, then yeah, by all means, because once we finish talking, I'm going to go back having a good time. Mm, I have, okay. I have, I have two different, two different thoughts came to mind. Okay. When you, when you said that, (laughs) so like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the 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 why and I just I just lost the first one so let me go to the second one. You said you would go back to having a good time after that. I feel like that's another one of those things. It's like how long you like once you open up that floodgate. It's yeah. Like I know I'm one of those people that if we have a disagreement, once we're done talking about it, I legitimately can go back. Like I can turn it off. It's not like a knob. Yeah. You know where I need to cool back down. It's literally a switch. It's like okay, it was. It was this, and now, like, once it's done, then, mm. you know, then I'm done yeah. with it. 
I get what you're saying. Uh, so it's like, I don't know. It's No, I get what you're saying, 100%. Um, I think, and when I say, like, I'm going back to having a good time, it's like, all right, I'm going to continue on with my life and, like, continue to, you know. Now, granted, there have been instances where I've had conversations with someone that it was real upsetting. I can't look at you as a person the same anymore. However, I'm going to go back and continue on my journey of being happy and doing what I was doing. But this right here is is different now. And it, it all stemmed down to how that person approached me. Mm. It's Do you all think about there's the like, So you don't think that there's like some things that there's no nice way to say them? There's always... There, because the the thing that I the thing that I worry about sometimes, even with that, is because there have been conversations where, you know that that delivery. When you start talking about that delivery, it's like the I don't I don't want it to be softened so much that the facts get lost mm-hmm. in, the, in the in you know in the truth. Yeah, because. Yeah. You know, there's even a there's even a thin line between that. It's like, okay, well, something, you know, that may be your truth, yeah. per se. But like, what 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 were the facts? Yeah. You know? And then I think that's when you know you kind of start walking that fine line of like, like you said, leaving things out or you know or using finesse language or you know whatever the case may be to where it's like, I, honestly, I don't. I'm a I'm I'm a cynic, so I don't ever think that I'm receiving a hundred percent honesty at any time. Yeah. Um, that may be like a, th- that may be like a trauma or a defense mechanism, but I don't ever think that I'm, that, that anyone is always being a hundred percent. Yeah. Honest, you know, um, it's especially in situations like where there is some, where there is a question of, okay, well you have to figure out if you wanted to tell me this or not, or, something that I had to go prying for, that I had to go looking for. It's like, how much of this can I rely on being, being facts? Yeah. Um, see, I went, I, first of all, there's a completely wrong way to exactly. give information. It's 100% <laughs> someone. Because it didn't come down to just being disrespectful. Like, complete disregard because there's no easy way to tell like such and such passed like there's no nice easy breezy way to tell someone oh such and such died but there's a whole completely wrong way that will make matters worse for sure you know and so I also think it just comes down to the person you're talking to like because some people they just just They'll be like, just blurt it out, just say it. And other people want you like to sit down and like me, I'm at a point to where I am sensitive. <laughs> I, now I may now I'm sensitive and I want you to give it to me a certain way, but I also want it to, I want you to make it quick. Don't dance like don't try to sweeten it up to me because now I'm like, all right, you trying to con me into something, you trying to sell me to something <laughs> like just just tell me already, but don't now no. Don't say it that's, a certain I, way. 
the thing that I don't like, I don't want you to hit me up at at 1 p.m. and say mm-hmm. that there's something that you need to talk to me about later. Oh, like, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't tell me that we're going to talk about it until it's time to talk about it. Oh, like, 100. Because, oh, that, yes. Like, don't if you tell me during the daytime, like, can we talk later? And I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. No. No, we, we talk can talk right about now. it later. Yeah. Or just, or go ahead and tell me what it is right now. Yes. And then we can get into it later. Yes. Like, I, I don't want to be texting. That's the wrong way to, to do that. Don't text me. If we're going to have deep conversations, call me up right then and there and tell me at that second. Don't sit here and say, because honestly, my heart is going to drop straight out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is like now I'm sitting here paired, like not paranoid, but now I'm sitting here like my mind is going. Yeah, it's going a million places. Now I'm starting to get upset. Cause I'm like, well, dang, you hit me up. You ruining my mood right now. Because why don't you just call me and tell me? And I would have been more understanding now i'm about to be on the fence about what we're about to talk about <laughs> you know like like yeah that would that would hands down ruin my that, enti- entire day <laughs> yeah so yeah uh, i just i can't do it <laughs> i think the the I guess the the last thing that I have as far as this before, you know, if you want to move on, there's, I think there's a, um, there's a time for everything. And I think as far as, as far as communication is concerned, and I think our, I'm not even going to blame it on our age group. I really don't, I don't even know if I can associate this with a particular demographic. I think it's just sometimes we as humans, we think that like, when it comes to sharing things that later is better. Um, yeah. And, and I think even like in our friendships and our relationships, it's like when we first meet people, I feel like we're putting on this, I'm not gonna say we're putting it on, but like we're only putting the best of ourselves yeah. out there. Um, because I think maybe there's an underlying or inherent fear that if I tell this person who I really am right now, yeah. we'll never get to the place that I want us to be. You know, whether that be with anything, you know, like a job interview, like I said, a, a relationship, a friendship, or whatever the case may be. If I, if I reveal these things right now, if I don't withhold these things, then, you know, it's like, okay, maybe if they actually get to know the good part of me first, and then I tell them the bad, then, you know, it'll be, you know, it'll be too late, you know, yeah. for, them, for them to leave me because, like, they're already attached this way. Yeah. Um, and to me, honestly, that's like a, to me, that's like a, a form of, like, almost form of, like, emotional manipulation. Mm. Um, you know, the, the, the withholding of things. Yeah. Uh, especially if you know what your red flags are. Um, yeah. And I, I, I know I make it a point to you know, even in just any situation to identify what my red flags are yeah. immediately. Cause I, cause I know what they are. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know what they are, then you probably need to spend a little bit more time with yourself. Um, totally- and, and if you, and if you do know what they are, I encourage you not to, to hide them. I feel like those things are a little bit more palatable Yeah. early, you know? Um, yeah. 
to piggyback you said real quickly uh the timing if and i tell people all the time because me i'm you know in the process I, I learn people like i try to learn people's boundaries all that and if i did something and it bothers you at that moment don't wait days to tell me because now i'm sitting here like well damn you got to sit here and process and think about it before hitting me up now i'm sitting here gotta have a conversation and i'm taking left field you know because yep. i'm real big too and and this is why like i tell people a lot of things i'll just let slide because if i didn't say it right then and there at this moment it's like i ain't gonna you know i'm not going to dwell on it and wait to tell you because i've already let so much time pass by you know i should have said something right then and there do you think that's healthy though because i've i've learned that sometimes when sometimes when i receive information i don't necessarily even know how i feel about it in mm. that moment um and i think just like in my you know i guess in, as i get more mature i'm starting to understand like how my emotions work or just emotions in general that their feelings yeah and they and they come and go sometimes there aren't even i tell people all the time have you ever just woke up one morning and like felt some type of way you know like nothing even nobody did anything to you nobody said anything to you, but you just woke up and you were and you were and you just felt something unprovoked so with that being said it's like okay i know my emotions they come and go and if somebody says something to me and it didn't trigger an emotion in that moment, that doesn't necessarily mean that it won't. Mm. Um, and, you know, maybe I need time yeah. to, to, you know, to digest that and figure out what emotion is even going to come out of that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think that's a, that's sort of a, uh, I don't know. It's like a double-edged sword because yeah. it's like, okay, it's like, okay, you want to strike while the iron is hot. I want to, since we're talking about it, I don't want to wait until you know, three weeks down the line, and then you bring this back up, and it's like, well, hey, I thought we squashed this, you know, or I thought, yeah. you know, I thought we left this in last yeah. month. Yeah, and it's like, exactly. oh, no, we actually didn't leave it in last month. It's like, I didn't even deal with it last month. Like, now I'm dealing with it now. Yeah. And what you don't want to do is, because this has the, you leave a lot of room to turn a molehill into a mountain. And when you don't, when you don't double back on certain things and then it's like, okay, well now I'm withholding how I feel about yeah. certain things. And now that just turns into like quiet resentment. Yeah. I get it. I get what you're saying. I don't know. A lot of nuance, a lot of nuance. There. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> the next topic is it's a thin line between love and hate. And that um, also touches on tough love and no support. Okay. Okay. That's a, those are two really good parallels. Yeah. Um, and it's a thin line between those two, you see? <laughs> so I guess we can start with love and hate. Uh -huh. um, and of course, I, I, I agree uh, wholeheartedly that the, I, if, if anything, they're almost the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and what I mean by that is I always, I think the last time I had this conversation with somebody, the analogy that I used is like, if love is water, then hate is ice. Mm -hmm. Like at the at the core, they're 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 the exact same thing, but one is just yeah. a hardened a hardened version of the other. Yeah. Um, because 
if I on the on a if you put it on the spectrum, I feel like you love and hate are on the same side and indifference. Yeah. Is on is on the complete opposite side. Like the opposite of love is like I just don't care. Yeah. Or like the opposite of hate is also I don't care. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> like I I don't feel anything. Yeah. Towards you at all. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I mean it's true because even on the energetic field, they're the exact same energetically. Same thing. Yep. You know. Um I and it was funny, I didn't realize the like how similar they were until I was listening to someone voice their opinion about something and she just kept saying, Oh, I hate this person, I hate this person. I'm like, Nah, you you <laughs> have you love that person because <laughs> yeah, you constantly you, you constantly talking about this person and you constantly talking about how much you hate this person, how much you want this and this to happen to them, but it's like, nah, you them because the only way I feel like you can hate someone is when you had so much love for them. Yep, yep, yep. Like that's it, why I always yeah. tell like when I'm talking to my homegirls, like if they like going through a breakup and I hear them using that language, it's like okay, well, like I hate this person. I tend to realize the pattern that as mm-hmm. time goes on, when the love actually starts to go away, the hate starts to go away too. Yeah, it's like. That like they they were tied to each other. It's like okay, once you know you fell out of love with this person, you fall out of hate with them too. It's like yeah. oh, okay, like cool. You know what I'm saying? I can see them and it's whatever. Feel no type you know, of way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause cause I just saw um it was this podcast clip that I saw on TikTok and this guy was talking about. I guess he was a dating coach and he was like, if your girl. He's like, if your girl talks about how she hates you, she can't stand you. He said, you still got a chance with her. And they was, <laughs> and they was like, what you mean? They was like, because if she can look at you and not feel nothing, he's like, you lost her completely. But if she's yeah. sitting there saying like, she can't stand you, she don't want to see your face. He's like, you can easily make things right and get yep. that person back because they still have strong feelings towards you. And it's easy. And it's, and it's, I ain't gonna say it's easy to like switch someone back around to you but it's just kind of like there's things that you can do to kind of like soften yep. you know up that energy between the two and, and start you know working towards something or figuring out if y'all completely don't want to deal with each other like that yeah because once you once you get to that i don't care that's when the, that's when the texts start going green it's yes. like oh, oh. Man, i can't even <laughs> I can't even reach you anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like, like <laughs> you know, and, and and so that's what I had to because even then, I'm not gonna lie, it was, it was like years ago with one of my exes because my biggest thing, like I'm going off on them, right? I'm I'm talking, I'm talking cash money, mm-hmm. you know, SpongeBob language <laughs> when he was when they had the dolphins. Yeah. That- <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it got to a point to where I was, and I'm like reflecting on it. It's like I was only saying those things because I had so much love for that person, but they hurt me so much that now I'm wanting to hurt them. And I've, you know, because I I completely feel you. Mm-hmm. I just I just remember like feeling heartbreak and just like. Because I feel like I, I experienced like heartbreak like very on like very early on in life, and yeah. so like when I felt it as an adult, my first response wasn't to go for the you know for the the, for the low blow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. 
it was like, you know what? I'm gonna wake up every day and with the with the sole purpose of not giving a shit about you less and less. I'm like more and more every day. Uh you that's know, like because that's the you no, know, cause I mean, but if you think about it, that's the that's the real that's the real win. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like like when like when people don't have that control over you anymore. Yeah. Um and you know it's I'm starting to realize that maybe I need to go see a therapist. <laughs> but like I'm starting to I'm starting to realize that as I've gotten older though, I think that may has started to like affect my ability to be able to emotionally connect with people because yeah. I just because I understand that love hate relationship so much that I'm hesitant to even like give someone that power over me. I, so it's like I hear you. you. See what I, I mean? I re- I, I've and I've got to a point to like this year. It's been real about like emotions. Like I've been working on myself and like acknowledging where these emotions come from and. In particular, I feel like once I have love for someone, whether it's a relationship or like you know just a platonic relationship, once I have love for you, I'm always gonna have love for you. But if you've done something that was is supposed to make me feel ill will towards you, I'm like I'm gonna have to kind of take a step back because I got so much love for you that I don't want to get to this point to where it turns into something where I'm wanting bad for you. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, I think, yeah, that's the, like, I always tell people my, my love is always unconditional, but the other things are not, are not. Yeah. You know, like the trust is not unconditional. Support is not unconditional. Like the, any, anything else that might even be, you know, synonymous, like none of that is, con- is, you know, is unconditional. Like there's conditions on all of that. But it's like, oh yeah, I still love you, you know what I'm saying, as a person or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Because I understand that like we're all flawed and we all make mistakes, but like, I don't know. Some things are just deal breakers just as far as like how close can I have you to me? Yeah. Uh-huh. There's only two things that will determine if I can continue to like be forgiving and continue to have that that overpouring amount of love for you versus just all right, I'm gonna have to take a, I'm gonna have to love you from afar. And those I always tell people, don't call me a liar and don't question my character. Cause the moment you so, do those two things, I'm like, you don't know me at this point. And it's it's funny that you say that because I'm I'm about to piggyback off of that because I think that's where I was headed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but like just on the other side of that coin, <clears throat> if somebody like, you know, like let's somebody, let's say somebody lies to you, right? Mm-hmm. Be a friend or a partner or whatever. I think it's always important to look a l peel back a layer mm-hmm. and go to the character and not the action. And mm-hmm. ask yourself did this person lie to me or is this person a liar? Because mm. I think there's a, there's, a, there's a very fine distinction between the two. So, like yeah. Some people are, are, just, are just liars. Yeah, they're just compulsive liars. Yeah, you know, it's, it's in there. That's a, that's a character flaw. Yeah. And then you have, okay, then there's the other side to that coin, which goes back to what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. The taking that inward look, you yeah. know, like, 
was I doing the right things to make this person feel comfortable with telling me the truth? Yeah. <clears throat> and so if yeah. you can, if you can distinguish and say, okay, you know, and get down to the bottom of it and say, okay, this person lied to me, but they're not a liar. Then, you know, I think that there's still some, you know, there's still some hope for mankind. Yeah. I know, I know some compulsive lies, like they wake up and lies come off their breath. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I, I know some people that like, I don't know why it's like their first reaction is yeah. to lie. It's like, bro, you didn't even have to lie about this. Yeah, like it was like, something like, yeah. and then when I when I come across someone that lies so much, I'm like, okay, what did you go through that made you feel afraid to have to talk to me? Yeah, yeah, you know. And then why don't? And then I'm just kind of like, well, dang, why don't you feel safe with me to talk to me? I don't know. You know, I don't like, know, man. Go see your therapist. <laughs> Go see your therapist. You know, and then the next one is tough love versus no support. <clears throat> I think, and the reason I said at the beginning when you first brought up those two is that there's sort of a, mm-hmm. there's sort of a, a, a synonymousness. I don't know if I use that word correctly. If I, it's a word I, today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that I think the difference between that is that it can't, that, Tough love is always is is like when you still care about the outcome. Mm. I think it's no support when it's like you don't really care if this results in a win or a loss yeah. for the other person. And then also with the tough love, I feel like <clears throat> there had to have been some support there first. Yeah. You see what I mean? I feel like yeah. there's always some <laughs> sort of there's some sort of transitional action that leads to it being, you know, to where now it's tough love. It's like, okay, you know, I supported you at first. It's kind of like with your relationship that you may have with your parents. Yeah. It's like, okay, you know, your parents might've been giving you money, you know, and then you weren't a good steward with it. So now I got to show you some tough love, you know, and I can't, and I can't give you anymore. Yeah. But I, I, I still want you to, you know, eat three meals a day. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's like, but exactly they they look the same on the outside, but the where it comes from, the the place in your heart is a is is what makes the the delineation, in my opinion. Yeah, I think especially when it comes down to recognizing the difference is another thing because I had to have this conversation with my family of them not supporting me. With certain things, I'm like, I didn't need y'all tough love. Like, y'all didn't have to teach me the yeah. lesson that y'all did. It's like, I know y'all still love me, but y'all still didn't support me. You yeah. know? It's like, like, what? Like, but for other people, <clears throat> and I used to have to give this advice to, to my friends before of he feeling like no one supported him. And I'm just kind of like, people supported you all the time, but you weren't recognizing that you want to do what you're supposed to be doing so it's like this is the approach that they have to take and as my brother would say to light that fire into your ass yeah 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 and i think the there's a there's also a little nuance in this because support it it looks it comes in different shape forms and fashions 
Yeah. And the thing, the way that I've, that my, I guess my opinion when it comes to support is that it's, it's hard to pour from an empty cup. Mm. Um, and so sometimes you have to think about, okay, is this person not supporting me because they don't want to, or are they not even fulfilled themselves? Yeah. You see what I mean? Because I don't think we talk about how hard that is. You know, it's hard to <clears throat> let's, you know, to give somebody emotional support if mm-hmm. you're emotionally drained. Yeah. You know, it's hard to give people financial support if you ain't got no money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, and then just on the most granular level, it might even be hard to even be happy for for somebody else if you're sad. Yeah. You see what I mean? So it's yeah. like, if you don't even have enough to fill up yourself, you know, yeah. like, how, how can you have enough to, to share with somebody else? And so I think that goes back to what we were talking about is just taking that inward look. Um, because I think we as humans, we do sometimes make them, you know, the, the mistake of always playing the victim, in, mm. you know, in certain situations. Well, okay, well, so-and-so not supporting me. It's like, well, you know, the sun don't, you know, don't revolve yeah. around you. <laughs> you know? yeah. It's like, uh, it's like, well, damn, you know, yeah. and, and, and somebody does. So I, my, my motto for, for 2022 has been, there's too many people that support me to be worried about the people that aren't. Yeah. Um, and, and even if that's your family, um, yeah. you know, if that's your family, if that's your support system or whatever the case may be, because a lot of people's support is aligned to what they think is right for you. You know, yeah. like, um, which is which is not their call, but you see it all of the time now. Yeah. You know, some people may want to, okay, well, I want to pursue this career, but then your parents say, okay, well, you know, you're not going to make no money doing that, or how are you going? And it's like, yeah. okay, well, I don't think you should be doing that, so I'm not going to support it. Yeah. Um, I think, too, that just comes down to having deeper conversations, because I've been having this conversation with a lot of people of, how can I support you? Because I know how I want to be supported. And I always talk about how all of my friends, I get something different from all of them. I have one Mm -hmm. that is extremely emotional, emotionally supportive. I have other people like it's, it's enough for me and that's all I can get from them. And so it's like, I don't hold all my friends to the same standard. Yeah. To the same standard, but it's also just kind of like, time I need that support from you I need that yeah you know and even with that you gotta like you said you gotta know who to go to yeah um, uh, cause I mean I, I agree completely uh, yeah that, you know some people and I, I think I even struggle with that just like you said I support people the way that I like to be yeah, yeah. and that kind of that's that's kind of like a kind of analogous to almost like like your love language yeah oh um, yeah for sure you know and i know for a fact and i've i've sort of noticed that if you're like if you're giving if you're showing somebody love in the love language that you like to receive it and it's not theirs it might not feel like love at all y- yeah and and that's and, why i tell people all the time like you got to know each other and that's why you know beginning i was like you got to know how to like I have to know how to talk to you and how you receive information. Cause even when it comes to like pouring and supporting, 
I I like to be there and I want to like I don't want to say like mother you but it's like I want to like nurture you and like be there 100% in every aspect yeah because then too I'm like if you don't if I'm your friend and you won't allow me to be there for you that way I kind of feel like well damn like you're not rocking with me like that like it like I'm trying to be here and support you I'm trying to love you but you pushing me away it's like do you like is it me but I had that conversation with someone recently and I had to take that note from my best friend's note because she always asked me how can I support you in this moment and I've never heard anyone do that outside of her so now I started to do that to people like hey like I'm here to support you how can I help you in this moment or even do you want my support because some people not used to it and they feel like if someone's supporting them you're doing too much yeah you're doing too much or it's not real you must want something and it's like well damn like (laughs) like I didn't like I'm trying to help I'm not even gonna lie to you I had made it a point at the beginning of 22 to start asking people how can I support you and I completely abandoned it like mm-hmm. not on not on purpose <clears throat> it was it was definitely an accident but I think what made me come to that realiza- realization is exactly what you just said yeah I think when people the way I give support is the fir- first of all I feel like I'm going to give you the most unbiased truth that you can't get this anywhere else yeah Uh, that's that's number one and then number two if there's an issue i'm immediately with the with the action plan yeah it's like and i realize like you said that sometimes that doesn't get received well especially if you need somebody if you're talking to somebody or trying to be there for somebody that just needs you to listen yeah like it's like, I just need you to listen. And you came in and you started telling me what to do. And you yeah. started doing things and you just started, you know. And yeah. it's like, well, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I, you know what I'm saying? You came in with me with a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, when yeah. I hear problem, I think fix. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think, I'm not just going to sit on the phone with you and damn, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? For an hour. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, because that's not what I want. Like, if I'm telling somebody my and that, that's part of the reason why I don't share my problems with a lot of people or the people that I do share them with. I know it's because they're going to start doing something immediately. Yeah. You know, like, okay, well, I need this. And I say, okay, well, boom, we're going to get in the car. Like, we're going to start making moves. We're going to start making calls. Get somebody on the phone. Yeah. You know, like, that's the type of support that I like. I like movement. Yeah. I don't like when I'm telling you what's going on. It's just like, you know, oh, it's going to be okay. Well, like, how is it gonna be okay? Like, bro, you're not helping me right now. You're <laughs> you're <just mad>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm, I'm realizing that, like, again, the way I like to receive love or the way I like to receive support, um, you know, that's that it's not a it's not a one size fit all, yeah. Um, and so it's crazy because I remember the, we had a conversation like a week ago, well, I don't know when that was, we had. A, and I said, uh, I was like, yeah, you know, I, I have no emotional baggage. <laughs> like, <I'm, laughs> yeah. And I, re- I went home and I thought about that. I woke up the next morning and I was like, wow, I just flat out lied. <laughs> <laughs> I lied that quick. <laughs> yeah. I said, so that sounded good. In that moment, I really felt it though. Yeah. Like, 
sometimes I be feeling like I have no emotional work left to do and that everybody else is crazy. Everybody yeah. else is like, it's like, Fact. y'all don't have it figured out. I do. <laughs> you try to walk to the front of the line and you get denied to enter. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but I felt that, I, you know, I agree with you on that too because I was always like, I would tell people like, oh, I've done my healing work. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And I've gotten to a point to now because I was so used to like, I'm such a, like, I'm always thinking. I'm always trying to be on principle and things like that. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, sometimes your emotions, you know, it just be tripping. And I will always push it to the side. So now I'm telling like my best friends, I'm like, yo, like, I'm trying to do my emotions. This is foreign territory. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, I was like, because even then, sometimes your emotions aren't rational. Right. Like, so I'm like, how do I process? Like, what, like, how am I supposed to not overthink a situation when it's like internally, I'm still upset at the situation, even though I know there's nothing to be upset about to begin with. So it's like, damn, I'm upset because of like what we just went through. Am I upset because of something from like a childhood? Like, now, now I'm over here, like, oh, let me go piggyback the other direction to to see what work I need to do. You know, as somebody that is um, savagely objective, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I've I've even been accused of like sometimes not even having sort like not taking into account any emotional nuance. Mm. in any given situation which can yeah. which which may be a problem too um but i would i say the i think the answer to that is is spending a little time with your emotions before yeah but you know be- before you act on them or even before you assign an emotion to the feeling yeah um because you i think that's a problem sometimes that we even struggle with as people is we think that there's only like four different emotions you know it's a you know happy sad you know just the the basic ones but like emotions are really complex and sometimes you can't always just slap a title you know on on it because it may be a hodgepodge of three or four different ones yeah um And so I think that's important is that when you are experiencing something that's triggering is just to spend the time with it first. Always, like you said, even when I'm in situations where I'm exchanging words, people are interacting, I may say, you know what? I'm not even in a place to talk about this right now because I don't know how I feel. Yeah. Uh, I don't even have anything to stand on. Um, and see, when I, when I come across someone like you, I'll be taken back. I'm not going to lie. Cause I was like, me, like you can, cause me, I'm, even though I'm in an emotional state, I'm still, I still can like listen and like process it because then too, I'm really big on like, especially if it's another person involved, I want to get an understanding so we can move on. Cause I don't want to feel this anymore. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't want to take time to process it on my own. If we haven't had a discussion, because now I'm going to get upset and angry because you're not like, now you're making me wait. 
So I think there's a, there's a, there's, there's two sides to that. And I think the, my immediate thought or response to that is I'm wanting to spend time with it before it can be influenced by somebody else. How do, how do I feel Mm. about this? You know, like what is it? You you know what I mean? And now the other side to that is that sometimes when you do that, you don't leave room for people to tell you what their intention was. Mm. Um, So I think that's important information to get off the rip. Yeah. Because I think we as individuals, sometimes we go a little too far with, I feel, therefore it is. Yeah. You know, like your feelings are valid, but that doesn't always make them. Yeah. You know, the, 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 where the buck stops. Yeah. Um, And I think that's one of the things that I've identified as like something that I need in another person. It's like, when I tell you how I feel, I need you to internalize it for how I, how I communicated it to you and not how you felt about it. If that makes any sense. No, it Um, it does. Yeah. Like, think about, think, I, I need you to empathize with how I feel and not how you feel about my feelings. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Cause I do know there's some people like I've seen arguments of one person's upset and it's like, you need to go take a break because right now you, you act in a pure rage and you not yeah. here. Like you yeah. see red right now. And it's like, ain't nobody on red with you. Yeah. We yeah. all trying to diffuse the situation and you steady going. So I, I do get it. Cause even in the past, especially like in high school, I used to be really big on, I'm about to leave. I'm about to leave. And I, and I, and <laughs> I, I will say that in school, down. I've yeah, only done it like three out. times. I would tell my teachers, I'm about to, I'm about to walk out right now. Get up and walk out and take <laughs> my moment. Or I would tell them, I'm going to the principal office right now. And I will go to the principal office and I will sit there. And I'm like, I'm mad right now. And I was like, and I did that. So because I, I used to tell people, I was like, even even to this day, it, it takes a lot for me to truly get upset. And there's yep. only small things that get me to that point. And so everything else, I'm able to like, I'm going to go get away. But certain things, it's like when you get me to that point, I don't know what I'm capable of. And yep. I can't, I don't know if I'll be able to stop myself from what I'm going to say and what I'm going to do. So let me take a break. But Just go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, but other, but majority of the time, like 99% of the time, it's like, let's have this discussion right now. Let's help and get out the way so that we can move on and continue life. (laughs) You know, because I don't want to have this discussion or this, this problem lingering to where now our relationship is being affected. Yeah, but you know, a lot of times, like, depending on, like, it is going to be affected. Um, you know, just because some of those things are so deeply rooted, like they can't be solved in just one conversation. Um, because, <clears throat> and I know, I know we had like a, a talk, we just, we, you know, we discussed this offline about like, <sighs> in a lot of times in relationships, not just romantic ones, but like the, the cause for the end of a relationship isn't always betrayal. 
Mm. You know, sometimes it really just be like a difference of ideals. Yeah. You know, and, a, and a difference of principles. Like I would respond this way in this situation. You respond this way in this situation. And we just don't rock with each other because we're not even on the same. Yeah. You know, we don't even have the same principles when it comes to certain things, you know, when it comes to conflict resolution and when it comes to, you know, talking about our, you know, our feelings and our emotions and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I've, I've found myself, you know, even in all of the emotional maturity that I thought, you know, that I had obtained, um, found myself being a hypocrite sometimes um, just because I know some, like, even when I'm being communicated with, one of my red flags, I'm going to tell you one of my red flags right now. One? Um, yeah, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you one. If somebody is telling me why they're mad at me and I don't agree with why they're mad at me, I'll get mad too. Like, I don't, no, I don't know I, if that makes I sense. Don't lie. I don't I, I feel you on that. And, and, and it's valid solely because, again, it just comes, like, like again, if someone's mad at me because, uh, and it's always something I didn't do intentionally, and I yep. look at it as if I didn't, if I don't know like your boundaries, if I don't know what you're okay with and what's not, you, like, you can feel mad, but like, don't be mad at me for something I know from the beginning. Yes, exactly. Yep. You yep. know, so now I'm feeling some kind of way because it's like, damn, you, you're putting me on the chopping block. For something I didn't know. I didn't even know. You yep. know, so it's like, and that's where I get real big on, okay, now that I know this boundary, let's let's work together and move forward. Like, I, because I feel like you shouldn't fault me for something that I didn't know. Or even, even in situations, I'm not going to say even in a situation where I do know, but <clears throat> if there are things that are, Oh, wow, I don't even, you know, I feel like I'm going to get canceled for saying this. No, no. <laughs> Find if, a nice if, way to say it. If the, I'm, I'm going to say it the nicest way I possibly can, but I might still get canceled. If, if, if there are, if there, if you feel some type of way mm-hmm. about something and it's like rooted in like a trauma or something, like don't try to make that my problem. Like, no, I you see what I'm saying? Like, you need to deal with that first. <clears throat> no, no, like, uh, that's that's valid. Because again, too, if you didn't know that person trauma, is like, bro, I could never have helped you without knowing this. You know, because I come across a lot of people that have a lot of trauma, and it's always dealing with what people have done to them in the past. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. bro, like, I don't know what you went through because a lot of people don't want to talk about what they went through. They don't want to talk about their experience and they meet these new people and they're just kind of like, Oh, you're like the last one. What, yep. what do you mean? Like, first off, the situation is completely different. You're not even the same. <laughs> you know? And so you fault me for, for something that I didn't understand because, and I had this conversation, you know, a lot in regards to me dealing with people, you know, I was always like, these people, I, I, there's certain times like I can't be mad at a person for not knowing what I went through and they did something that yeah. it was a trigger because we never had that conversation. Now, we had that conversation and you do that, 
I can't respect it. Because you knew about this and you did it anyways. So, okay. So let me, uh, to, to that, let me give you an example. Okay. So let's say, all right, let's say you have, let's say you have trust issues, right? Or whatever. Okay. Say you was in a, it's like, you, you, you start talking, you start dating somebody and you say, look, I have trust issues. My last partner cheated on me. And one of my triggers is when you don't answer the phone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now, instead of you know what the you know what the trauma is, mm-hmm. you know what the you know what the trigger is, but how long and how often can you be responsible for that? You I know feel like <clears throat> I feel like you, a discussion because there's going to be times where I can't answer the phone. Can't but answer the are phone. you? But are you okay with me texting you saying, "Hey, I'm busy at this second." I'm gonna call you right back. Or are or are we going based off like oh they not answer the phone and they don't call me back for hours. I ain't heard nothing back for hours. It's different, like if you let me know that you saw my call, but you're busy and you're gonna call me back versus you just don't hit me back at all. And so I think with that, there's a lot of you know, when you're evaluating whether you want to go to the next level with somebody, yeah. I think that's something you even need to ask yourself is, am I even capable yeah. of giving this person the type of support that they need yeah. for their, you know, for their traumas and their triggers? Because yeah. if let's say you're a person and you're, you know, and like, I don't know, you may just be like more of a spontaneous person and your life doesn't necessarily have as much structure. You might not be able to tell your partner at the beginning of the day, like, oh, I'm not going to be able to talk to you between the hours of 1.30, you know, and 3.45, you know, and yeah, you, you see what I mean? I think it too, <clears throat> it goes back on the, the, the person, the person that's saying, oh, I got these trusts. It also falls on them as well. Because number one, if you know you have trust issues and you haven't worked on that, because what I've learned is that there's always going to be a problem, no matter who you deal with, they're going to trigger something in you, no matter who it is. And if you are unable to work through that with the person you're choosing to see, you don't need to be dating at all. Because even when it comes down to the phone calls, I shouldn't. Like if you first off, if you know that I work, you know what I do for a living. You know I'm busy. Yeah. This and that and the third. So if I don't answer the phone, your first assumption should be I'm working and not that I'm cheating. Yeah. <laughs> because now, and even if that's how you know what I was saying. Like those are two things that upset me. If you call me a liar and you question my character, I never gave you any type of like sense that I was, you know, sneaking around or doing anything. I've always, you know been there and you know I work like you've seen it you know it's just kind of like you need to you you need to work on that because now you're sabotaging this relationship based off of a fear that I'm gonna do something that someone did to and you know I've realized that a lot of people don't even spend enough time in between the traumas before trying to like 
Mm, you're yeah. trying to pawn, you know, before you try to pawn it off on somebody else. Yeah. It's like, if you know that you're still dealing with something, like you said, you don't need to be dealing with anybody else. Yeah. Like, but that's sometimes that idea is scary for people sitting alone in yeah. your, you know, in, in whatever that is, you know, and it's just you versus the person in the mirror, you know, yeah. like a lot of people don't even like doing that. It's like, okay, instead of, you know, dealing with my trauma, then I'm going to just find the yin to my yang. You know, I'm, I'm insecure. So I just need to find somebody that makes me secure, you know, yeah. or, you know, like I need, uh, you know, I, I need a lot of quality time. So I'm gonna just find somebody that has a whole lot of free time, you know, on, yeah. you know, the, the Janae Aiko that you don't, you know, you don't need no free time. That's, that's, yeah. that's you and me time. And yeah. so it's, instead of actually doing the work, it's like, okay, no, I'll just put a bandaid on it, you know, in the yeah. form of another person. Yeah. And, then, and two, and I, I talked about this on a very first episode of the desperation. And this is where a lot of people are like, oh, it's not being desperate. It's like, let's call it what it is. You know, like how I told you, like there's certain times where I'll dance around something. And if you know me, you'll push and be like, now, nah, come on now. Like, stop pulling my arm. And you basically saying it's finessing. It, mm -hmm. It's the same thing, like, when it comes to that. Like, I feel like when people, especially when it comes to dating, I feel like so many people are desperate to find love. Because I was one of those people that I was so desperate for it. Like, I wanted it so badly. Like, yeah. I wasn't just going to settle, but it's like, I wanted it so badly that that was causing me to neglect certain things that I needed to f face and deal with. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, and a lot of people don't see that. Like, and then also, too, I'm really big on, like, can't make you happy. They can add to your happiness. They, yep, can't, they can't make you happy. Yeah. You know, and I think yeah. a lot of people don't realize that. So they have this expectation of it's all sunshine and rainbows and this person's never going to upset me. And it's like, mm, be be real about it. Yeah, that's a, I mean, if you think about it, just piggybacking off of what you said, a lot of times a relationship to people is is like a box that needs to be checked. Yeah. Um, and not necessarily saying that that's, a bad thing um, because I'm not saying that you shouldn't want companionship, you know, and that shouldn't be something that you strive towards, but in, like you said, in, in unhealthy doses, it becomes a, not only a crutch, but you know, it becomes, I don't know, it becomes a, it becomes an obstacle yeah. for you. Um, like you said, when that desperation starts setting in, you'll overlook a lot of things in ex you know in exchange for companionship um, yeah. you know or you or you'll rush into something just you know in exchange for that validation i was listening to one of your episodes and it kind of got me thinking about something that we had talked about previously and we were talking about like uh, you know how long do you date someone yeah before, and i you said know, before, three months <laughs> and so and so you said you could figure it out in three months if this was and of, I'm not going to share my answer publicly because I've had a, I've had a change of opinion or not necessarily a change of opinion, but I've had a change in how I verbalize and I'm a, I'm a jack this from you and I'm not going to give you any credit for it when I say it somewhere else. <laughs> but 
you shouldn't do it until all the dust settles. Yeah. Um, and when you said that, I forget, it might have been last episode or two episodes ago. It was like a light bulb when I, I was like, that's it right there. Yeah. That like that that's the answer. It's when the dust settles. Yeah. And for a lot of people, I can guarantee you, the dust not settling as quick as you think it is. It's like yeah. you got some rose colored glasses on, like you're yeah. actually in the middle of a dust storm. Yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> like, but you just, you know, you just want that girlfriend so bad. Or you just want that boyfriend so bad. It's like, you don't realize that like, oh, you have, you've ignored, you know, the, the fine line between, okay, I want to date this person. And like, should I be dating this person? Yeah. Like the, the, the should is always like the question that I feel like we skip over a lot. 100%. Cause it and, and that goes to like the old saying of more said it was talking about bills, like love don't pay the bills, right? Yep, and just yep. because that's a seed, like from watching my relatives and like my nephew's parents, of love don't mean you got to stay with that person. Yeah, because you can love a person all day and be completely wrong for that person, and it's just kind of oh, like. Absolutely. And that's why, too, like, when it came to me dating, I will always tell people, don't get fixated on my looks because there's things about me that is going to piss you off. There's things about me that I'm 100% not going to change, but there's things that I will make compromises on so that way this can be long-lasting. And if you can, like, deal with those things that are just not going to change about me as a person, then cool, but... Don't try to like force me to change something that you know I never was going to change on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I'm going to I'm going to make two sweeping generalizations about about both genders. <laughs> and which I which I think <laughs> like <laughs> attributes to like I don't know a lot of that information asymmetry. I feel like uh, I feel like a lot of women date based off of like passion. You know, mm. like yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like I get I get. And like it's you know, everything is like it's it's feels and vibes, you know, like you know, I'm I'm really feeling you, you know what I'm saying? Whoop de whoop de whoop. And on and I think men date a little bit like or for longevity. And I, yeah. And I the the analogy that I, I give is like you don't <clears throat> like the, to test your endurance which is what you need for longevity putting your endurance to the test you know requires you know a stretch of you know of of something you know if you're a distance yeah. runner you don't you don't practice by running 100 meters yeah you know you you practice by running 5 miles yeah um and i saw something on twitter today it was like they were saying that like men associate um what is it called i think they said i'm gonna butcher this but they was like men associate like relationships with like i guess like how much hurt like a woman can put up with mm. oh yeah um, yeah yeah you know and i think that's like an undersell i think that's like a looking from the other side that's how it looks like okay you know you don't you don't you, you know you don't feel like i love you until 
you hurt me, you know, or something. But to a certain extent, there is a, there is a truth in that because, you know, yeah. what is, what it, what is true love without adversity? Like, you don't really know what it is. Yeah. And, um, yeah. At that, go ahead. And that's what I was talking about earlier of, are we able to grow from this? Yeah, can you can you grow from it, or you know, is this gonna be a? Uh, yeah, I think I saw it like in a. I'm ashamed to say I might have saw this in a Tyler Perry movie. Medea <laughs> 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 plays. Yeah, yeah, in a, in a Medea play, but they were like, you you know, you should see somebody in all four seasons. One thousand percent. You know, before you decide if this is a gonna be a life story. Yeah. Um, because. And a lot of times when I have this, this is a controversial topic, you know, that I have with a lot of women, you know, is the, okay, well, they think, you know, we're talking about, oh, yeah, in six months, you know, or whatever the case, you should know if, you know, you ready to commit. But it's like, in six months, have I seen all four of your seasons? You yeah. know, like, have I, or have I just seen the happy you, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, I haven't seen the, the hurt you. I haven't seen the upset you. I haven't seen the, you know, because that's, that's one thing that we don't talk about a lot. It's like, okay, well, who knows? You know, I might, I didn't know, you know, that when you feel unassured, you know, you seek refuge in other men. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know that, you know, yeah. when, you know when, we, when we started talking, you know what I'm saying? Because we hadn't, we hadn't even been there yet. You know, yeah, and I, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that when you start feeling some type of way, you know, oh no, what happened to the audio? Let's see if we can get him back on. There we go. I'm about to, I'm about to text you like you cut out. <laughs> oh, I think somebody was, somebody was calling me. Oh, I didn't no, know. Okay. It, it, ringing i didn't know you couldn't hear me while i was ringing what was the last thing you heard um that they seek refuge in another man oh yeah that that was just like an example it's just like but i don't know how your how mm-hmm. you respond to certain things yeah. until they happen yeah um you know you might be somebody that gets upset and start cutting up clothes you know, and, and keying, you know, and keying cars or, or you know, or, or, or putting your hands on me or, <laughs> you know, or, and it may not even be as in- extreme as that. You may be somebody where you get upset and you just stop talking for three days. Yeah. You know, like, that's just as bad. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like, and, and that's and, too where I was like, it's better to learn people's boundaries and learn them and how they communicate. Because yeah, I'm real big on, and, and, and this is what my exes had to learn, and they were cool, they were fine with it, you know, that I have a lot of male friends. I have more oh, yeah. male friends than female. I have one female best friend. My other best friend, he is male, right? And I have you, I have my friend Landon, I have my friend Jeremy, right? And, and it's not, these aren't new friendships. Like, my oldest friendship is with someone from, like, over 10 years. Like, two of them are, like, over 10 years. And it's, like, they've been there with me through the dating. They've been through me with relationship. And they will give me, 
they they get more mad at me about stuff yeah. than anything. Yeah. You know, and it's just kind of like that's what my uh you know my 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 ex had to see is that I'm gonna talk to my friends about what's going on and they will feel some kind of ways like oh you're talking to them and it's just kind of like these are my best like these when if you're not here they're going to be here yeah yeah you know so it's like i can't end a, a 10-year friendship because you feel some type of way that they got a penis and you know that's that's another one of those things that's like even people's philosophies on that a lot of times can be a deal breaker. I know a lot of men particularly, particularly, you know, are insecure about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Women too, but I feel like I see it. I feel like I see it more, you know, with the, amongst the men, just because a lot of times that, uh, that has to do with experience, just knowing that like they've probably been the side dude, you know what I'm saying? And they know how, how, you know the the side dude is gonna is always gonna help you not yeah. get caught, uh, you know. But <laughs> but but I think it's I think it's even that in that scenario it's just like like you said how how secure are you? Mm-hmm. Um, and wow, there was really something I want to say about those um about those friendships about those um ten year yeah about those yeah. why it's 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 gonna come back to me. I had, yeah. a, I had a, I had a take on that. From a, from even I'm up to and that was a thing like now it, I especially with, like first off I'm I'm letting you know from the gate I got a lot of male friends it's easier for me to connect with a male so I was raised by brothers like I was raised by primarily men so it's like it's easy for me to to talk to a guy because I feel like they listen to me more than a, than a woman does. Right. But also too, when it came to like relationships, I'm like, if you have a female friend, it's a difference to know when it's an actual friendship and this person has interest in you. Yeah. Yep. 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 And it's, and that's, and I think that's where, and I get the whole thing of a man's like, Oh, I know a man, you know, this and a third, but it's like, "Mm." so let me ask you this question. And you don't have you don't have to answer this question out loud, you know, <laughs> if you don't feel comfortable. Answer in your head if I'm if I'm going too far. How many of your platonic male friendships were were like a result of like a like a failed shot? Mm. You know, like they they tried to pursue something with you, but you turned it down. So they were like, you know what? I'm cool with being friends too. Now you don't have to answer uh, that question out loud. No, I'm gonna, I, 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 I have like I told you. Ask me. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell it, right? Um, I have. I don't consider them friends though. I, they are able to reach out to me if they need any type of emotional support from me because of that connection we have. Now we are not. I'm not about to call them up when I'm going through like a heartbreaking situation with another man or I need like advice on the male perspective. It's mm-hmm. more so of and it's like I'm not even really gonna contact them because yeah. I'm I'm really big on like you can always contact me. I'm gonna always be here for you. But if another man is in line 
I'm not about to disrespect him by having this quote unquote friend conversation with you and we not yeah. friends. My yeah. best friends, yeah, we can and even my best like even my male friends, they know there's a there's a, a cutoff time when you can call me. Don't call uh, <laughs> Don't call, don't call me. past ten. Yeah, I'm with I'm with my man at home. Don't it's it's eight o'clock at night. If you calling me right now, it, it it better be for something important. Don't call me. What are you doing? What? Cause yo, <laughs> you you about think, to get me in trouble. <laughs> I you know I think there's a um there there is some decorum because I was I was having this conversation with a, in a like a group discussion a couple of months ago. Um, I think that really boils down to like how comfortable you feel like answering the phone. Mm-hmm. You you know what I'm saying? Like if somebody if one of your guy friends call you at ten, I see what you mean about the time limit. But it's like if that's really your you know what I'm saying? Like if that's really your friend, yeah. Then it's like okay, you know you can answer the phone because you know it ain't. Nah, that's not saying you will because it's like yeah, you, know, you might be you might be Netflixing and chilling or something. Yeah. Uh, but it's just I don't know. I think. I was I was watching a, a a podcast and we were just and it was talking about how much pressure we put on our romantic relationships. Like yeah. we put more pressure on our romantic relationships than any other relationship that we have. Yeah. Um, so much so that you know our other ones start to fall by the wayside. Yeah. Um, For when, sure. You know, like our romantic relationships take so much validation and you know like so like so much to keep you actually have to remind your romantic partner every day you know what i'm saying mm. that you like them you know in some sort yeah. of way um you know and we have our friendship you know you got those friendships with people it's like oh i haven't talked to them in a year but like i know yeah. if they call me you know we gonna pick up right yeah. where we left off you know yeah. our, our our romantic relationships are so narcissistic I've seen some, this is, I see this on Twitter a lot and I hate it every time I see it for some reason. It's like when I see that tweet or that post, it's like, if you can go one day without talking to me, yeah, you know, like you don't really like me like you say you do. And it's like, but that is so, you know how many people (laughs) I go one day without talking to that I would jump in front of a bullet for, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's like, we just attach certain things with like okay if a person doesn't do this then they don't feel this type of way about you and it's like no our romance our idea of romance and romantic relationships are just so self-centered you know that it's like it's almost like you don't even make room for anything else yeah i i feel like too when it comes like to the friendship thing number one it's like it's i if i know on a normal basis me and this, you know, male friend, we don't speak at, call me at night. I'm going to answer because it's like, all right, something be up. Because I know they're not calling to see what I'm doing. They're calling yeah. for a specific reason. Two, it's also like me and that person I'm dating, we've had, I've had to have come and let them know that this is my friend. And trust me, you got to, you have to meet my male friends because if they don't like yep. you, they don't feel like you're for me. I have yeah, to, because <laughs> they're going to see some things. That I'm not over, that I'm not seeing, and they have no problem telling me what, like, where I'm making, like, some mistakes at. Because it's like, I know they got my best interest. So it's like, 
I'm not going to put my male friends before you, but if they need me, I need you to understand I got to be there for them. Because I would expect you to be there for your female friends if you have female, like, super close-knit friends. Yeah. You know, it's like, I would, like, because even then, I'm going to, your friends is becoming my friends. So if you got a female yeah. best friend, me and her, because I'm also big on when you're dating someone, you're not just dating that person. You're dating their family There's, and their yep, friends. Their support system. Yep. So it's like, if I want this relationship to be good, I need to become friends or have some type of relationship with your friends. So they're like, because they know you better than me. Yep. You know, yep. so. Yeah, definitely got to have a relationship. I just don't, there's, I just don't like <clears throat> sometimes when the, you know, there's, there's some, there's some nuance with that because you don't want the, you know, the, uh, the, the allegiance to start forming, you know, start shifting, you, you know, know what I'm saying? You, you going around me, you know what I'm saying? To get to, or, you know, to, you know, you friends or one of my home girls. And then like, now y'all I don't talking know. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and I guess it's different for me because, you know, my, my exes, you know, they, the last one, he had a female friend, but they really weren't like, like that, you know, but what I experienced and I look at it as a form of like, I don't like saying someone's insecure, but that insecurity, because me, I know the type of person I am and I'm such a giving, caring person that, you know, I'll give to anybody, you know, and I'm always, I'm always servitude is one of my biggest things. And I noticed one thing is like, you know, the people I was, you know, in these long term relationships, you know, they got male friends everywhere. And growing up in the house, you always make people, right? Yep. The people, you're not calling nobody, come get your plate. Like you giving it to them. And so I've had instances to where set the hell out of them. And I was like, what is that making? How is that making you mad that I'm fixing people's plate? and handing them to me. like it's a, to me it's a respect thing mm. you know and I never looked at it as like and I remember my ex is like I made put the food and he's like put his food down he needs to come over here and get it and I'm just like for what I'm just handing him a plate of food like there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing behind it besides me just fixing a plate of food and giving it to him and I think too is because like I grew up in, well, not grew up, I worked in the service industry. So it's just kind of like, that's the form of hospitality. Like, that is what you do. I think it's because, and I, again, this is, this is just one man's take on it, is that I think a lot of, I'm not even going to say a lot of men. Well, you know what? No, I will go out on a limb and make an assumption for my gender. I'll go, I'll say that I feel like a lot of men's love language is, acts of service mm. so it's like you know what i'm saying that might have been one of the situations where it's like okay you serving another you you see what i'm saying like yeah that's you know like they may have felt like that was something that was sacred to y'all mm. you see what i'm saying and then like but again even like stuff like that just a difference of ideals yeah you know like and it's very hard to break a paradigm because i'm pretty sure you probably went through hell and high water to explain to this man that I was literally just bringing them some food because it was the polite thing to do. It's like the host. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like 
which which makes all the sense in the world. But yeah. To somebody that that doesn't make sense to, like making it make sense is yeah. is like explaining you know what a rainbow looks like to a blind person. It's like yeah. they like you're just not gonna get it. Yeah. Um, Cause, yeah, because that even touches on cultural differences too. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. You know. Cause, yeah. Cause, cause yeah. I've had so many, I've had so many, and this is why I always tell people like, and, and, and it was the whole thing of like disrespect versus like, just, you know, like just doing something that they don't understand, you know, yeah. behind the cultural differences, the different upbringings. Cause I'm like in my house, like being Southern, you know, and, and first off coming from um, a black family and it's been from like, you 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 make you make the plates like it, it, and I hate to say in like the whole gender role thing of like oh you're a woman like you make the plates like it was such a like I feel like it's being courteous like it's the polite yeah. thing to do like this is the this because I would expect to if I come to your house you make me a plate of food like yeah if I if I'm a guest and like you're hosting the whole like the guest should never touch anything right because yeah. it's the like whether male or female the guest should he, i'm i'm damn near about to run to go use a restroom. yeah 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 <laughs> you know i have a hand town like i have a friend and he's um and he's indian well he's mixed his his dad i believe his dad is indian and so we were um we were at an uh there was an art show that i was hosting and so he came to the art show and there was a young lady that he wanted to like talk to about coming on his podcast Mm -hmm. and she was there with her boyfriend or like with her husband or something like that and he was like basically it's customary like in his background that like if you're gonna like talk to like basically you don't even communicate with somebody's wife Mm. like you know what i mean like anything that you need to tell her like you tell the husband you know what i'm saying and then like so he was like, I had. To, I was like, bro, just go over there and talk to her. He was like, nah, like, he was like, no, nah, I don't even deal with like, you know, like, like married women. Like, I don't even deal with them directly. You know, like, I always go through their husband just because, like, in my culture, it's like a respect thing. You know what I'm saying? I, like, you're not yeah. supposed to talk to somebody's wife. Yeah. And I had, I like, I, I don't know. I, I get it, but even that kind of blew me. I was like, bro, you know, it's just like a, it ain't like you going over there, you know, like being <laughs> sleazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. <clears throat> or I remember even one time there was a uh, uh, I went to I was at a bar and I was with I was in a group setting and like I was with a young lady and we were dating and the guy there was a guy he like bought a round of shots mm-hmm. and then he gave it to me to give to her mm. you know like instead of just like and I was like bro it's but- cool you know? <laughs> But then too, because some men will be like, "Oh, you trying to hit on my girl?" And it's like, "Whoa, <laughs> like, bro." Yeah, I'm not we, even him. <laughs> you, like, you, because because I've because I've come across a lot of men like that, and when and it's always crazy when men ask me why I'm single, and I'm just kind of like, it's a, it's a list of reasons, but it's always because of me being such a friendly. Like when me and you first met, what's the first thing I started doing? <laughs> 
right? Getting on my ass. I'm, exactly. <laughs> I'm over here joking with you. I'm cracking jokes. Like we know each, and and that's how I am with with a lot of people. And people that I date, they don't like that because they think I'm mm. flirting, and they think gotcha. it's like, and they're like, "Oh, you making him laugh, and he making you smile, and you y'all trying to do it." It's like, whoa, <laughs> like I'm just. First off, I'm a comedian. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. You was roasting me 15 <laughs> seconds in, <clears throat> and I, I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see. Are we about to be friends or, or yeah, not? We, yeah. If you can't, if you can't hang with me, cracking jokes on you 24 seven, we this ain't this ain't gonna work. Yeah, not you know, and, and, and that's the thing of I will always tell people that men are very possessive and. They know, like I'm a very. It's I, it. It used to to the point where I wouldn't even make eye contact with a man because I didn't want <laughs> them to think. Yeah, I'm yeah. Signal them to come over and talk to me. You know, blink twice. Yeah, you know? I. You know, I think my my thought on that is like, <sighs> you know, if if somebody gonna cheat on you, they gonna do it. Like, yeah, you know, what I'm saying whether I'm looking over your shoulder, you know, or or whatever the case may be. And a lot of times, I remember, I don't know where I saw this in a movie or something. It was like, sometimes with relationships, like relationships are like soap and like a bar of soap. It's like the tighter you squeeze them, the more they have the tendency to like, like slip away from you. It's like, all right, you, you squeeze them a little too hard now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> j- j- like loosen up the grip. You, you, are right, Yeah. you know, and I'm, I don't know. I just, in, in, in my mind, it's like, People are going to do what they want to do. So it's no point in even trying to control you. Yeah. Um, you know, and, you know, I would hope, you know, if, if, if you do it in the dark, you know. Oh, it's always going to come to the light. Oh, yeah, for sure. You, you know, it's because it's always it's always those telling signs. And that's why, you know, when I was saying like that three month rule of I want to see regardless because I'm going I'm to notice because so, I don't know what it is. But it that's always been my time limit of three months. And it was you and another friend of mine. And I heard on the podcast of why it takes men, you know, six months to a year to want to like fully commit. And I'm seeing him like, oh, I don't know within three months because they'll, but majority of them do the same thing of getting very possessive. And I think, you know, I, I always try to make the delineation when we start having that conversation. And this is a, and I want this to go on record that I said this. I think it doesn't take men that long to know if they want to. Like, I I know some men, like some men that are very close to me that have said things like, man, like I want to be with this chick, but I can't. You seem like, mm-hmm. that, you know, it, it was it was something that, you know, the, the desire was there, but there was something that was, you know, stopping them from pursuing it from a longevity standpoint. Yeah. Um, and that's why I say, like I said earlier, I, men date for longevity. When men get into relationships, I wholeheartedly think um, that men get in relationships with the expectation of it being the last one, you know? And yeah. again, unless you're just a serial, you know, a serial <laughs> dater, you know, or a serial <laughs> monogamous, I think if you're a normal, healthy guy, you know, when you get into a relationship, 
it's because you see that it has in-game potential. Yeah. So I think men are more hesitant to make a permanent decision, you know, with, you know, with only a very small amount of information. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I think if, if you really take a step back from it and look at it, like, is six months, you know, enough time to know enough about a person to know if y'all are capable of spending the next 42 years together? Like, you know, it's like, yeah. if, you, I mean, if you really take a step back and think about it, like, I don't know. S- sometimes it seems preposterous. I See, you know? and I guess the only reason why I say that is because I know the type of questions and conversations I'm trying to have right then. Because even like, and, and I'm and I've been told I'm very aggressive when it comes to, to dating, but it's just kind of like, like I'm already asking you first off, what are your intentions? What are you trying to do? Are you trying to be friends? Are you trying to do some casual or are you having the intent to like fully date? Okay. We're on the same page of we're wanting a, this is to be the relationship. Okay. So now I'm asking about your childhood. I'm asking like, how can I be of support to you? You know, what, what are some things that you like to do? Like, what are your interests? You know, what are your ideas on marriage, children? What what are your goals within three, five years? You know, and everything else to me, I'm like, if we have a disagreement over something, we first we're gonna have a disagreement within the first three months. Like So do so do you think it's a turnoff when guys don't have like a hardcore answer to some of those questions? Like let's say you and a guy start talking and you say, like, well, what are your intentions? And the and the if the answer is not like okay i'm you know i'm looking for a relationship or you know i'm looking to is that you know is that an immediate pushback for you is that a red flag off the top you know what it was until my best friend yadira checked me because i was real big on wanting children in marriage and and matter of fact my best friend dimitri and yadira i told him that i want i was like i want children but this person's like they're they're not sure they're open to it. I was like, no, I can't do it. Cause I want you to know. And it was like, it was like, and my best friend, Dimitri, he had to tell me, he was like, men are, you know, even though he's, you know, he's a a gay male. He was like, he's like, men are different because it has to be the right person for them to want children. They're not operating like how women operate of, Oh, I want kids. Men are like, I have to really want, that with you i don't yep, want that yep. with anyone and so because i used to be real i was like oh no i'm not even gonna waste my time talking because you don't even know if you want kids or not i'm not gonna yeah. sit here and waste my time trying to figure that out and even dating my friend you dear check me on this because i was real big on like oh this person went two days without you know saying seeing at least how up. i'm doing and she's yeah. all like she's like that's very healthy to go days in between without talking so that's very healthy because you guys are giving each other space. And I'm just like, that is so not normal for me. You know, because I'm like, what? I'm like, like, you're not feeling me no more. Did I do something? Like, what's going on? And so me just overthinking. But she was like, no, like, and so just having like these conversations, I was like, it was eye opening because me, I'm like such a fast mover. It's like, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and get it done. Like, you wasting time. And they're like, no, like, it, it, it's, it's healthy. For these things, you, you know, know I, I feel like I hear a lot of women say, like, I feel like they, they throw the term like wasting time 
around yeah. a lot, especially like when it comes to dating. Like once a certain amount of time has passed, if yeah. it's like anything past that point, if we're not in a relationship, like we're wasting time. Yeah, and throw like, it out. Yeah, it's like, and my question is always like, why is like being in a a relationship associated with like time well spent? Especially if like, especially if there was like, you got into that relationship just for the sake of quote unquote, not wasting time. Yeah. And you shouldn't have been in that relationship in the first place. It's like, technically, I feel like that's a bigger waste of time. I, you yeah. know, I think, I think the reason guys wait so long uh, or another reason is because I, I think they know like the barrier to exit is a lot lower when you're not yeah. in the relationship. So it's like, okay, yeah. you know, if I start feeling, if I start getting some weird vibes, you know, I can just leave, you know, yeah. and it's cool with like, <laughs> you know, it's like, I didn't, I didn't commit to you. you know, yeah. See, my, my perception had recently changed because I was seeing someone and I'm like, oh, this is it. Like, this is the last one. I'm not even going to waste my... I'm not even going to entertain nobody else. Like, this is it, right? (laughs) Fucking obstacle happened. Ended the shit. It is like, bro. And so, you know, I was heartbroken for like two weeks over it. And I, you know, I had the conversation with my friend and, and I had to do some reflection of like, all right, what do I want? If I'm saying I want marriage, okay, what is the foundation of a lasting marriage? And majority mm. of times it's because they were friends before yep. anything else. And yep. so now I'm just kind of like, I used to always feel, oh, I'm I'm dating for the intent of we're getting in a relationship. And now I'm like, I don't even want to say like we're dating. I want to say like, let's, let's start a friendship. And if you want to spend more time with me, and on a more intimate level, then cool, let's do that. And then go from there. Because I, I think people have a have a rich struggle a whole lot with being f- friends with somebody that they like. Mm. Like, like, like if you meet somebody, I think men and women, it's hard to not want to take it there. You know, yeah, and and I think what we have to do as people is realize that you can spend intimate time without it being sexual time. Okay, let um, me rephrase. So if we if we try to if we try to bump uglies, <laughs> <laughs> you know, then it's like because I'm really big on too. If we if we have an adult gymnastics lessons, booty right? gymnastics, Ad- adult gymnastics, <laughs> we. First off, we're we are this, this is a thing, but it even comes down to is this a casual thing or an exclusive thing? You know, I feel like women don't ask that question until after the gymnastics has been done. <laughs> and, uh, and I it's something about that that's manipulative to me. You know, because mm. like I feel like uh you know, I'm not even gonna make that sweeping generalization, but I feel like there is a very large number of guys that mm-hmm. if you told them up front. They're like, hey, after we do gymnastics, like, I'm, I, I'm going to start expecting things from you. You know, like, yeah. they, they might peacefully decline. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, hey, hey, you know what? As great as that sounds, as <gasps> much as I would love to, you know, get up on that, on that balance beam with you, 
<laughs> you know, I you know, get on that trampoline with you. I don't think I'm I'm prepared for what's gonna come afterwards. Yeah. And I know we we had a very funny conversation at that Christmas party about like how long after you start talking to a guy do you want the hose gone? Like Yeah. Uh, and, you know and, and for me, I'm I'm real big on cause cause and it's more so based off my experience, right? And just how my family my family was real big on and of first off, you're single till you're married. And at first I never understood what that meant until recently but even then it's like things need to be solidified so if we're if we had that discussion of now we're exclusive like you don't like and you know you don't want me seeing another man all right cool cut your cut cut your people off too yeah yeah you know because i i used to and this used to trip men up when i would go like when i when someone that would allow someone to take me out it would trip them up when I would be like, I want you to continue dating other females. And yep. I remember one dude, he was like, why would you with me that I'm seeing other men? It's because I want you to know for sure that I am someone that, that you want to be with. Yep. Because I don't want you to get with me and that you don't like and it just ain't working and you want to up and leave. Like, and I want you to know for sure without a doubt that I'm who you want to be Honestly, if I had an adult daughter, that would be the advice. That would be the dating advice I would give her right there, which you just said. Yeah. Like that, that same move, you know, just like, hey, you keep seeing other people. I'm going to keep seeing other people. Just keep everything real cool, you know, yeah. until yeah. Yeah, until they say, okay, you know what? Nah, like you said, I don't want you seeing other men. Uh, and as, and, but there's a caveat to that. Mm-hmm. I don't want you seeing other men, and I'm gonna stop seeing other women. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 for sure. Because, because now, now it's like the next step after we spent have every amount of times together exclusively dating. I'm expecting you to make it official now, right? You know, because it's just because it, then it's it, and then you know, I think that's where a lot of other women because. A lot of women don't think like me when it comes to dating, but it's like I think that's where they get it of wasting time of they've already cut off because immediately, and I had to tell this to twenty people when I'm like interested in you, immediately I cut off other people, so I'm not getting to know anyone else because I'm focusing on you. Yeah, nah, yeah, women do do that. Y'all be unintent, y'all be loyal, unprovoked. Uh, yeah, loyal to just loyal to a fault. It's like, bro, I never. And, and so I had to take a step back, and, and that's why I'm like, now I'm just kind of like, I want to just be friends. Like, I want us to, you know, we check up on each other. Hey, how you doing? And then if you realize that like, you still like me after 30 days, <laughs> like, yeah. then, then cool. Like, but even, and I had to ask someone, like, and I had this conversation with my aunt. Cause I was telling her like, I never dated anyone. And even people were like, what do you mean never dated? And I'm like, my ideal of dating is we're going out on dates. You ain't got to spend money, but we're not sitting in the house. We are outside doing some type of activity on a regular basis. If we're just kicking it at home, we're just, we're just casually having gymnastics <laughs> lessons, right? Or we're just kicking it in that it that's to me that's not dating so one of my homegirls is dating this guy and she called me and told me the exact same thing 
uh, she was she was feeling a type of way because she was like, you know, I feel like we really only, you know, hang out at his house or at night or, you know, whoop de whoop de whoop. And, you know, I'm going to always play devil's advocate yeah. for, every, for everything, you know, just, just so you can have another perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> I think even with that, I think a lot of times people associate, okay, we can't get to know each other if it's not daylight outside. Like, <clears throat> I'm, you know, like she told me, she was like, okay, well, you know, we're going, I'm going to his house. Like, you know, we, you know, we sleep together and whoop de whoop de woo, you know, but I feel like we should be going out on dates during the daytime, whoop de whoop de woo. And so I asked her, I said, okay, well, what time do you get to the house? Right? You, you know, you get there at 7 p.m. What time do y'all go to bed? Okay, you go to bed at, you know, at midnight or whatever the case. If you're having sex, let's, let's say you're, you're doing some crazy gymnastics, right? <laughs> y'all having sex for two, you know, for two hours, you yeah. know, whatever the case may be. That's still three to four hours, you know, of, of quality time. Like, what are you doing with that time? Um, yeah. And, you know, I think, you know, we minimalize, or, you know, or we discount, you know, a certain, you know, certain parts of spending quality time because we think that they're synonymous with something mm-hmm. else. It's like, oh, no, like, you might not, you feel like a booty call, you know what I'm saying, or whatever the case may be, but, like, what, are, are you making use of the time even that y'all are spending, you know, at night? Yeah. <clears throat> so, I don't know. I think it's just, like, even with that, I think it's just like, like you said, being more intentional about what you want out of your dating life, what your expectations are, and, you know, comparing them to reality, not getting so caught up in the feels part, you know? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, but my thing is, if I know that you're going out with your friends on a, like, on a regular basis, you always telling me, like, you and your friends do this, you guys do that. But when I come over, we not doing it. And it's like, I get it. Like, yeah, I love to be your piece. I love to be, you know, mm. that person you can, like, like when you want to relax and you want to take the yep. load off and, like, not have to worry about the world or anything. I love that I get to be that to you. But it's like, also, I want to have those outside experiences you have with your friends as well. Mm, I see. Oh, that you was know? a good one. Yeah, it's a you know that's always that's always the thing is like, like I like granted we love the spending time with each other, but it's like then like show us off a little bit, right? Get us yeah. get us off the house, and again, it's not even about money because I will always tell people like, first off, we are very simple to please. Take us to the goddamn park and buy mm-hmm. us some food, and let's sit there and I don't know watch the trees or the stars or whatever. Like just spending time outside the house because. When we in the house, it's like y'all get focused. Well, I ain't gonna say y'all, but you know, most men get focused on either the game, watch TV, and it's like I'm trying to make sure like the time I'm doing your thing. Like, damn, it's like, like I understand this is your form of quality time, but I don't get to spend all the time with you in the world. So when we do, I want to go do something. Cause we're yeah. gonna come back home anyways, but it's like let's let's go find something to do. Like hell, let's walk to the damn corner store. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, let, 
Let's do something. It don't even matter. You can walk me to the mailbox. <laughs> Not to walk to the corner store. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and so that that's the thing of but also too, I get it from the, the, the male side of well, if you wanted to do those things, why didn't you say it? But on the woman's yeah. side, it's like, why should I have to say it if I'm doing all these things without you even asking? Right? You know, I have a, <laughs> I have a, a hot take question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that reminds me of something that I saw. And it was like, it was something that was like, if a man likes you, like he'll naturally do this, that, and the third. I, what, yeah. what, I, my, my hot take question is like, what does like a woman naturally do? Like when she likes you, what is like, what is that? It's <sighs> a list of things. Number one, it, I'm, I'm going to pour, I'm a, I'm a huge gift giver immediately. If I like you and I know you like me, I'm immediately based off conversations we've had. I'm going to go buy you something. I'm going to go mm. buy you something. I'm gonna feed you. I'm one hundred. I'm gonna make sure you. I'm like like grandma. You didn't eat today. <laughs> oh no, no. We are feeding you, and, and so it's like with us. Like we just want to do stuff for majority of women. Like at least my friends, we just want to do stuff for you. Mm. Whatever, whatever it is you want a massage, I got you. If I might not know how to cut hair, but you want to light up. <laughs> we can we can practice right it, it's just like it's just wanting to do something together mm-hmm. right I, I used to I and my biggest thing like I've always gave gifts right because it, it's like doing things to let you know I was thinking about you right and so that was like my telltale sign because I'm like, first of all, I'm not buying gifts for everybody. You want me to spend money? I'm like, I don't even, I'm cheap. <laughs> I don't want to buy nothing, right? I'm I'm riding with the wheels till they fall off. Like, and so if I'm buying you something and if I'm like wanting to, to and, and that's what I'm saying, the whole servitude thing, like I'm, because that was my service for the longest. So it's like, I'm coming to do something. I'm either coming to your house and I'm cleaning up. You ain't even asking. Mm. I'm up before you cleaning your house. Mm. Right? I'm in there cooking. I'm in there buying little gifts, you know, making sure you eat, right? Wanting to, like, give massages or just sit there and, like, have conversations with you to about you. And that's what mm. we do is we just want to learn more about you so that we can learn what to do for you. Because so we're I've, all givers. So I've I've heard certain like women say that like they don't do those things until like a man does something first. You yeah. see what I'm saying? And yeah. then I've heard it on the other side where men say they don't do those things until the woman, you know, start yeah. sh- showing those signs first. So it's like, I feel like we're in this weird, like, tango. You know, yeah, tangle of like, well, you know, you show me your hand first. 
you know, yeah. it's like, well, no, you show me yours first. And like, I show you yours, you know, show and, you mine if you show me yours. And, and I guess that's the difference of like, cause like I said, like my thing was like, let's go ahead and get the ball moving. Like I'm already, fo-. and two, it's like, my thing was I was so hyper-focused, right? And so, but I had to recently learn to like take a step back from doing all those things because now it, and I can get why women, and men would be like, oh, I'm going to wait till the other person do it. Because when you do it so much for people and it's not like it doesn't work out well or it's not reciprocated well, it's like, all right, I got to take a step back, which mm-hmm. that's a battle, too, because you never want to rob someone, someone. You never want to rob someone of something that you normally naturally do because yeah. of what someone else put you through. Yeah. Right. And so even then when it came to men, because I was real big, I'm like, how does how the hell do I know if a man likes me? Because they're not saying it, you know, it's like we spending time with each other, but you can spend time with anybody like that. I need I need you to to want to do for me just like I equally want to do for you. Yeah. You know, and that's where I had to like have conversations with, you know, my best friends of and and I get like the whole timing thing now of certain men not being able to do things because I had to take an account like people are going through things in their life so if I'm dating a man and he's in a rough patch financially at this moment it's like all right I'm not gonna push him about taking me out on dates because I want him to not be stressed out mm-hmm. from getting back on his feet yeah yeah you know but it's like also I don't want you to push me away for giving to you and you knowing you aren't able to give to me. That's true. I honestly, I feel like if you don't like as a man, there's, there's a part of me that feels like if you don't, if like, if you don't have your shit together, like you shouldn't even be pursuing, Mm. you know, like, you know, any, anything like that's, that's more than casual i'm not gonna say yeah. you shouldn't be trying to shouldn't be trying to date but you know what i'm saying if you know hey if all yeah. you got is pipe you know what i'm saying like you need to, you need to say that <laughs> you, need, you need to sit this one out <laughs> yeah, yeah you gotta sit this one out coach you know <laughs> yeah and, and, and so i had to but it's more so like the only reason why i've gotten to this point is because i was like i need to take other people into consideration like it's wrong for me to be like, oh, I want people to take me in consideration, but it's like I'm not taking everything that they're going through into consideration to the point to where now it's a potential that I might, like you said, like those deal breakers. And I had to, and I, that's the battle of, all right, is he taking me out on dates or not? He's not taking me out on dates. Mm, I'm not really feeling it. But now I got to be like, all right, well, what's going on to why he's unable to do those things i'm not even gonna lie to you that is one of the most considerate things that i've ever heard yeah oh sucks i oh you weren't gonna like how that sentence was gonna end (laughs) 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 it was some shade (laughs) it was some shade coming right after that because i'm not gonna lie to you i feel like a lot of times like women have the tendency like they don't do that like they don't as as empathetic as y'all are yeah. Or excuse me, as sympathetic as yeah. y'all are, I feel like sometimes the empathy don't be there. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And that's a between just knowing like 
okay, like it's not all about the, these things are not all about me. Like the reason yeah. he's not doing this or that isn't because yeah. it's me, you know? Um, or even like you said, uh, you know, <clears throat> you need to be, you know, you need to be taking me out on dates or, you know, whatever the case yeah. may be. I feel like sometimes that, that, that empathy isn't there. Um, yeah. and I don't know. I feel like, you know, it's, it's, it's always, I'm not gonna say always a one way street, but <clears throat> I think that's something that's something that's kind of lacking because I feel like you see a lot of rhetoric in mm -hmm. the court of public opinion about, yeah. you know, about like what men that like you should be doing, you know, yeah. or what they're, or what they're preconditioned to do. Yeah. And sometimes it makes me wonder, like, as a, you know, as a woman, <clears throat> like, I don't know what, what are your, besides the, the desire, you know, like what makes you necessarily like more emotionally intelligent, you know, or, or, or equipped, you know, to be in this relationship other than you just really want to. Yeah. You I, know? Yeah. I, I honestly just feel like you have to have awareness of yourself, like completely and like be honest. But then also you need to just have conversation. And, and again, it's like, what are you aiming for? Like, if you like, if you just want to get married just for the show, kudos, mm. right? But if mm -hmm. you want to get married and like, that's the person you want to die with, y'all are not going to always see eye to eye and y'all are not going to be the same that y'all are on your wedding day. Yep, versus when y'all are, yep. are 30 years down the line so it's like and that's why I'm like the growth thing so that's why I'm always real big on like we can always over like there's an obstacle let's overcome it because down the line like we need to be able to problem solve now so the way yep. I know when we're going through the storm we are able to see each other and work through it and not have this feeling of like mm, I don't want to do this no more with this person it's like what you mean <laughs> right and so, no, yeah. like, you know, and, and so, but again, too, it, it comes down to the seasons, right? So if you're dating someone and they're in that winter phase, like they're, they ain't got the resources right now. It's, it's real shaky. It's just kind of like, be considerate. And, and that's where like the whole thing on like podcast makes me upset when they talk about dating, like, oh, a man needs to do this. He needs to do that. He needs to do that. And it's like, I get it, but also what age range are you dating? If you're dating yeah. someone in their 20s, early 30s, it's maybe in the 30s, yeah, he might have his career up and running, but COVID, we still in the period of COVID, right? There's mm -hmm. still layoffs. So it's like, he might not have it right now, but when he gets it, you know, when he get back on his feet, I would assume he's going to pour into you like he naturally wanted to in the beginning. So it's like, I personally look at it as I can't fault you for not having something that you want to give me and are unable to. I'm not even Do what you can. You just, you just said, you just said something and I literally just had like at least two, three more ideas that could, we would go down a, a, a rabbit hole for another two, three hours. So tell me, I, you know, I can talk about this type of stuff. All night, <laughs> so let me, so, so let me know, you know, when you need to, when you need to cut me off, but there's a, um, 
the, the first thing I wanted to, I wanted to piggyback off something you said just as far as like doing things that are just um, like for the display. Yeah. And you know, I feel like this, I feel like I was telling somebody the other day, the same way women have to worry about, have to like be weary of guys that just want sex. Mm-hmm. I feel like guys have to be weary of like women that like just want a boyfriend. If that makes any sense. No. Like, yeah. you know, like it really don't matter, you know, like who, you know, who you are really, or to a certain extent it does. You got to check the boxes, but it's like, eh, you know, like this is really more about the thing, you know, than the, than the person. Um, and that kind of like brought me into something else that you were, that you were saying about like, you're not going to be the same person in day one that you're going to be on day 700. And if somebody doesn't have that capability to, you know, if they're tied to that person that you were, you know, when y'all first met, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and they really just haven't, and you don't have that foundation of like, okay, I know this person is going to change. And, you know, they maybe even have a spectrum of, you know, emotions or, you know, that they teeter in between then. Yeah. You're, you're doomed yeah like you're 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 doomed like it's the 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 first sign of hardship like it's gonna be cooked and you know you really gonna have to take a look back and say you know did i you know what was i what was i really looking for you know was i looking for you know just somebody to check a box or you know or, or fill a void or you know whatever the case may be or was i really here you know, to, to, to put that work in. Yeah. And, and that, that's the entire thing. And reason why, like, I question a lot of people when it comes, a lot of men, when it comes down to dating of like the intent, like if you're just trying to have fun, say that because there's always going to be someone out there on that same page, Yep. you know, and it's just kind of like, I need people to start being upfront with their intentions. And then again, it's just kind of like, like red and we, you know, we kind of had that conversation about red flags at the Christmas party. Uh, some red flags, it, it they can be worked through and changed. Yeah, and I just yeah. feel like sometimes when someone notices a red flag in someone, they're ready to like, Oh no, that's it. I'm done over. But it's like, no, it's like that person probably never had to go like had to, had to work through that. Right, they probably never been checked on it, so it's like, yeah, that's a red flag, but that's something. Have you tried to see if that's something a person can change from, or what? Because my thing was like communication in the past. I wouldn't communicate. I was quiet. I didn't want to say nothing. Yeah, I was yeah. just gonna nod my head and say yes, just so the way the conversation could be over and go on about my business. But mm-hmm. now it's like I gotta communicate with you and I, I've said this to even my friends of I'm growing and changing so either you're going to help be there with my growth or you're just going to watching yeah you know and it's like help like teach me like I, like I can only learn if you explain things to me and you know work with me I'm not going to learn by you just deciding to walk away and you think I'm gonna learn my lesson because you exited. No, because I'm just like, oh well shit, it's not gonna be a problem for the next person, so it is what it is. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so it's that it's that whole thing of people when it starts to get a little rocky, they're ready to like hang up the coat, and that's why like when people talk about the first year of marriage being the hardest year, or the even yeah. even I've even heard older people say it's the first five years. Yeah, first are five. The, yep, uh, are the toughest, but it's just kind of like, but is it tough because? you guys don't know how to communicate with each other and you guys don't know how to problem solve or like what, what is it? Because them whole five years can't be just total storms. I think that has a lot to do with the fact that now you have to deal with what, what you've dealt with in just a relationship. It's, it's times 10 now because y'all are in the, now y'all in y'all in it's 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 almost like fighting in a phone booth. You know what I'm saying? It's like you cannot escape. Like you live with this person. Yeah. You know when you when you get upset, you can't just hang up in their face. Yeah. Um. You know, and then also now you're, you know, you got skin in the game. Like yeah. Y'all might you know what I'm saying? Y'all might be on a mortgage together now. So mm-hmm. it ain't like how it was before. It's that the barrier to exit. Yeah. Just, just gets higher. Yeah. Um. And again, I think that's what anybody's reasonable fear is, is getting into something where the barrier to exit is so high. Um, And I think, you know, a lot of, I'm about to make another sweeping generalization. I feel like a lot of women demonize men or they associate their emotional maturity with like a desire to be in a relationship. Yeah. Like, you know, like if it's like, oh no, it's like, bo- it's like men get in relationships and like boys do this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's like it could be some guy that is, you know, has been in therapy, you know, completely dealt with all of his emotional baggage, is together financially, physically, spiritually, and you know, and still don't want a relationship. And yeah. you know, and, and be demonized and say, well, oh, if you don't want that, you know, then you're not a, you know, you're not a real man. I think yeah. the reasonable fear is that, like I said, is that now I'm getting into something where, you know, this is not guaranteed because I'm putting my fate or yeah. a large part of my fate, you know, in the hands of someone else. Yeah. And, you know, just knowing how fickle emotions can be, it's like, this person may wake up one day and not even like me anymore, yeah. you know, or, you know, I, and I know those, t- those type of things are cyclical. They're up and down, you know, you might not like but as long as, you know, you know, you got something where, okay, I know this person loves me and they're still going to continue to act in love, you know, act out of love, excuse me, act out of yeah. love even when they don't like me, I can trust that they'll do that. But what guarantees, you know, do you have that? Um, you know, do you have there? You're essentially, you know, you, you're asking somebody to, you know, to, to trust you to be a, you know, 80% of their support system, you know, which is, you know, I mean, that's a, that's a lot of faith to put in, you know, to put in somebody else. Yeah. It, 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 it's so many things that, that go into that as well. You know, it's a lot that, that really goes into that, but what I, I, all I can say is like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, Cause my mind's going so many places with that. Yeah. You know, so because even too, it's like, I've been in that situation of like living with a person and giving up my entire life to move in with them. 
and live with them. And, you know, it's that I've always grew up of like, you're not supposed to have nothing in a man's name so he can never put you out and never take mm-hmm. nothing from you, right? And so I was I was going against that. I was, you know, moving in and, and doing all the stuff. And my biggest thing, and, you know, I'm very grateful, even though we didn't, like, have the best communication, we were still able to move past a lot of things. Yeah. You know, but I think it's just all about your your desire and will to honestly do all that you can to make it through that is mm-hmm. what matters the most. And I think some people, they lose that desire and will when that stone isn't rolling as quickly. Yeah. You know, I used to always, in my relationship, I kid you not, I used to be like, we need to go to therapy. Like, we need to go sit in front of a pastor. We need to go see a therapist or something. Because right now, we're it's too many problems. And it's affecting yeah. me emotionally. Like, I love you, but it's starting to affect other aspects of our relationship. Yeah. And you not hearing me. And, like, I'm hearing everything you say, but you, I feel like you ignoring what mm-hmm. I'm saying. So we need to have another person who ain't in this yeah, room. Yeah, come in and, and mediate. <laughs> yeah. You know, and even then, too, I think, again, it's like a lot of people don't fully think about why they are wanting to get married. Just, oh, I love this person. Because it's like, yeah, love is, you know, an important part of getting married. Yeah, of course. But it's yeah, like... But but it's the last why? thing on the list. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, why do you want to get married, right? What, like, is it because you want a family? Is it because, like, everyone in your family... And, and most of the time, it's because it's a generational thing. Everyone mm-hmm. in my family has been married, and I want to get married. Like, I don't want to be the only one in my family, my friends, that's not married. And, you know, I think if people would say that more out loud. Yeah. Then, you know, I think that would save us, you know, a lot of. <laughs> that would save us a lot of Because a lot of people don't want to be honest. Like, and it's very, and it's, and I understand, like, there's, yeah, there's black and white, but there's also the colors in between. But it's like, nonetheless, it's literally black or white. Black yeah, sometimes is, it is. You know, because when you study color theory, black is nothing but all the colors in one. one, (laughs) That's what makes it black, you know? And so it's like, and again, it's just when you say certain things, it sounds terrible. Like for someone to sit there and say, I really just want to get married because my mom was married. My grandmother was married. Like my friends are married. They got kids. So I want to get married. You know, yeah. And because it sounds bad when you say that. But it's like, it's the God honest truth, right? Like, call it what it is. Yeah. Right? Don't don't sugarcoat it. Like, yeah, it sounds fucked up to, to tell a man, like, oh, I only want to get, like, I want to, my sole purpose for getting married and marrying you is because I want to be married so badly because I don't want this, the social disapproval of my life. Yeah, because, I mean, it is. that A, a part of, like, that's, that's like a, a one of the pillars or like institution of you know of marriage and that's like social status yeah you know like i'm married you know that's yeah. that, that's synonymous with you know something good you it's know it's like uh, you know but it's like do you are you 
again, I think, like you said, if people were more honest with themselves and it was like, no, the, the priority here or your, you know, what's more of a priority for you is keeping yeah. the tradition, you know, because yeah. if, if, if we being real about it, like you really not ready for that smoke. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, I, and you know what? I told my I told one of my friends this and she was like taken back because I was like, I'm always I'm always I'm going to if I can't be honest with myself, I can't be honest with no one. And I told her, yo, I realized I always wanted to be a wife, but I was not ready and I was not carrying myself as a wife. And she was like, what do you mean you weren't carrying yourself as a wife? You are like and I was like, carrying yourself as a wife. It's a whole mental and emotional side to that. Yeah. That I know that sure I can do the 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 wifely duties, but mm-hmm. I don't carry myself in that energy of what it takes to have a successful marriage. Yeah, you know, yeah. and like when I told her that she was like confused as hell, because I was like, bro, like y- you know, even whether you want to be a housewife or you want to be a working wife, there's still finances that's included, you know. There's the household that's being ran by you and your man, right? It now it it's like you're truly linked into that family, yeah, right. And so if you have a disagreement with your mother-in-law, you can't sit there and like try to make your husband go against his mother. Yeah, if the mother's wrong, you know, I will hope he would defend you. But it's like that man not about to stop talking to his mother. Because you got a problem with what his mama said to you, right? And it's just like a whole list of things of like it's a it's a certain energy you yeah. carry, and I guess to that energy depends on who you're marrying as well. It, you know, it, it 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 definitely depends on who you marry because my my interpretation or my understanding, you know, my very shallow understanding of what a wife is, you know, mm-hmm. I is, is what, I mean, obviously, you know, is, is what I get from my, you know, from my, uh, from my Christian faith mm-hmm. and in the, you know, just in the Bible, it says like, you're like a woman was made to be your, your helpmate, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's usually what it is. just like a spirit of help. Mm-hmm. And like, I, and like you said, it does depend on who you marry because help is very subjective. Yeah. You know, and it varies from person to person. It's like what one man needs help with, the next man might not need help with, you know? Yeah. And I think it's just about asking yourself, okay, what am I prepared or what am I willing to help with? Yeah. Um, because, you know, and I've, you know, sometimes, you know, you, I've, I've, I've dated some women and, you know, help just sound too much <laughs> like slave, like too much like slavery to them, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and that's it's the like, thing, like, People not having those conversations because it's like one, yeah, boyfriend, girlfriend, you have the conversation. But when it comes down to marriage, a whole separate conversation got to come into play because that's a whole completely different ball field. Like you're not playing by the same rules anymore. You're There's not, but rules to, a, at it. <laughs> to a certain extent, like to 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 what extent do you practice how you play? Though, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, do you not start? fulfilling the role of a husband until you actually are one or are you in that role the whole time and then when you actually do it this is just you you know what i'm saying putting the seal on it 
I, you know, I guess cause, it depends on the culture. Because I see it a lot, like I said, and again, I get a lot of my controversial topics from just the court of public opinion, which is usually the internet. And, <laughs> you know, I see a lot of content creators that, you know, are more tailored towards women. They say things like, okay, well, you can't be a wife. Stop being wives mm-hmm. to men and you're just a girlfriend, you know? Yeah. But it's like, at what point, you know, are you, like I said, are you practicing the way that you play? You know, are you yeah. not going to start fulfilling the role of a wife until you're actually, you know, until you've jumped over the broom? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because I would, I don't think there is a man out there that would go into a marriage, you know what I'm saying, without having seen those things already. Yeah, I think... It's two different sides. I think, honestly, of having a conversation of what they are expecting out of their wife. Because when you're boyfriend, girlfriend, you're just having fun, right? You're living life, and certain things don't change until you become, they want to be, like, husband and wife, mm-hmm. right? Because you see it, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, oh, we turn up in the strip club, we going out, we, we, we wildin'. But the but there's also the time when they get married. Oh, we married. You don't need to be going to go see, you know, Chippendales, or you don't even go into a club <laughs> on it. Like, like no, you my wife now. Like, you need to. Even though we was having fun and you was shut, you was like shaking ass. Nah, we ain't doing that no more. You my, you know, and so it sometimes it switches for people to like, like hold on now. Don't Chippendales you, is crazy. <laughs> yo, I will never in my life go to another Chippendale show. Talk. I used to think female strippers were aggressive. Hell no. That is, I am traumatized. No, never. that is is hilarious but you know but it's like that does change for for some people like they don't want to do that anymore like they they're like even like when you become like parents right of now it's like there there's a certain of an expectation that wasn't discussed it's like yeah sure some of it should be common sense but it also then comes along of that person's upbringing in those cultural beliefs. Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of people don't have those discussions because when you're dating and you're just in a relationship, you're having so much fun. You're not thinking of like, those like morals and in these laws and rules that people live by, you know, cause, cause technically, you know, my 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 uh my Baptist family they real big on shacking up is a is a oh thing. yeah like you should <laughs> like living together and y'all just boyfriend girlfriend that's crazy oh. huh <laughs> you know like I remember when I was dating someone and just to spend the night at a relative's house when we came out of town you got a boyfriend y'all can't sleep in the same room yeah. oh <laughs> man we couldn't even sleep over. Like, no, because number one, y'all not married. Y'all not about to be laying up together in this. He needs to he needs to go get y'all a hotel room. And if he can't get y'all a hotel room, you don't need to be with him. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 and, you know, some people, they just couldn't understand that. But it's like, this is how the family is. Like, sure, other families may be very cool with y'all sleeping in the same room with each other, closing the door. None of that. 
Y'all not together? <laughs> y'all, y'all not together? And no. It's a hell no. Like, what are you doing? Bro, you just unlocked a repressed <laughs> memory, bro. The, 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 the door is closed? Like, nah, like, what are y'all doing in here? What y'all like, doing? Nah, it's qu- it's like, too quiet up in there. Yeah, the door needs to be open. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's like, and, and that's what people don't realize is that, like, because, th- again, when people are, like, like in those relationships, they're not trying to spend time with their family because they're, like, in their bubble. They want to enjoy it because they know when they come around a family, the family has opinions. Now it's like, but it's like, bro, when you get married, that's how, yeah, like, just, even, like, yeah. when you look at the royal family, how Megan in, in uh, oh, yeah, how she was talking about, like, the stuff that they, like, she had to do. Like was like crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. You know, so it's like, but a lot of people aren't really looking at the sense of when you get married, you really marry into the family, and those these families have traditions. And if yeah. you're from two different cultures and y'all are trying to merge traditions that don't go with each other, it's gonna be nuts. Yeah, so it's like you you gotta know what you signed up for, and it's like. Yeah, love is a cool thing because now, you know, on TikTok, there's that whole thing of, oh, I'm not marrying outside my tradition because I'm not about to explain this and the third. And it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, and it's like, it. it I feel it. It's, you I, know, it, I it's understand very it. true. Right? I feel it. <laughs> I, I definitely feel it. Like, you know, so. So so yeah, this is this is a very this is a very fun. We we got we gotta do this again. <laughs> oh yeah, you know I come back anytime, whenever you're ready to do this again. You know I, hey, clear my you know, schedule. This, this is this is it's look it's fun not it's fun not talking mess to you right oh, now. Smack to me, yeah. You know, telling me I'm <laughs> fired and you know uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna tell everybody what you you know what you really. Would you, you know, would you, <laughs> would you really be saying to me, you know? Just you know, to, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, now, don't nobody look, look. They now. don't know the real you, huh? Do you know, <laughs> hey, hey, man. Don't let her, <laughs> hey, don't, <laughs> don't let her fool y'all, man. It, you know, it's funny too. It's funny, like, I don't, they be like, I don't know why everyone thinks you're a menace to society. I said, bro, I don't know. It's like, they, these people don't be knowing me. And I be telling them they don't know me. <laughs> Like, I'm like, how I am with like, sweet. Oh, it's a completely different story than people. I'm just like cool with, and we. Now, if I know you, this is is Def Jam. I be listening to your content, bro, and your voice be sounding so soothing, and like, be like, yeah, you know, you gotta. And I be like, yo, who is this? She's she's so full of shit. She don't talk like that. Also, I ain't never heard her voice this low. She, no, she ain't never that calm when we talk. Yeah, to ever. First off, where did this, where did this type of language come from? She's speaking exactly. proper. <laughs> what? I don't like. What is this? I'm like, yeah, go off. All right. Look, hey, hey, look, I'm here to help people and provide a sense of calmness into their life. And and you know what? And I think you're doing an excellent job. I think you're doing an excellent job. Uh, <laughs> genuinely, all jokes aside, you know, I think the work that you're doing is great. Um, you know, I, I appreciate you for making this space, you know, and creating a space for people to talk about these type of things. 
appreciate you having me because uh, you you know I like to I like to chat you know yeah. this is my I'm a you know I'm a, I'm I'm in finance by trade but I'm a I'm a autodidact you know when it comes to sociology you know that's I, <laughs> there, there we go. You know, I'm a self-taught scholar. <laughs> hey, me, me too. I got a, I got a, um, a degree in psychology. Okay, got a degree in psychology. I got it from the streets, but it's okay. It's mm-hmm. a degree nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Cause, cause look, when we about to put my Dr. Umar on, when we think about it, <laughs> <laughs> not the Dr. Umar Johnson, bro. <laughs> the Dr. Umar Johnson. Why do I need? You know, you know, so so it's like, hey, I, I, I told someone, I said, well, I got to go to school to pay them to tell me to read a book. Exactly. (laughs) Like I got, I got access to these books for free. Hey man, I'm glad I made it through an episode. I don't think I said anything that could get me fired from my job. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I probably said some stuff that that's going to get me in trouble solely because (laughs) Oh yeah, people, no. We oh, we listen yeah. to this when we do the playback on this. You know, yeah, people because people, you know, because I'm always saying something and it'd be like catching people like left field, and I'm like, bro, you got to understand, like, I there's reasons behind me saying everything. So if you want to know why I said something, you gotta you gotta have a conversation. Like, why didn't you say that? Because trust me, I got I got stories and experiences of why, you know. I said what I said. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I got story. I got theories for everything. Like, you oh, know, man. I feel like a weight has been lifted. I got to come. You know, sometimes I don't be wanting to bore my friends with the, you know, hey, with these, these type of conversations. <laughs> they they are needed, especially because too. I was like, I need to bring someone on here who has perspective and who had able to have an understanding, right? Cause it's easy for me to bring another woman on here and agree one hundred percent, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's not gonna be con- it's not gonna be productive. Yeah, it's just gonna be two hours of <laughs> <laughs> we just we just slapping each other agreeing on how men ain't shit. Huh? Yeah. yeah, we <laughs> we high five patting yourselves on the back. No, that's funny. You know, so uh, so so yeah, that that was my main thing of like I was like I need to I need to bring someone on here. That I know we can have because it's 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 quite funny that when we had conversation at the Christmas party, I was like, you know what? I didn't know this person that got fired fifty million times was even. We was on teams most of the night for the we, you know for the we was for the debate. Teams. I'm like, <laughs> which is crazy. Like, wait a, like, wait a minute, you was my arch nemesis. Yeah, arch nemesis, bro. Not nah, look, I think. You know, I think the the perfect analogy for the relationship is like Professor X and Magneto. You know, <laughs> it's like they, they they they're still arch nemesis. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, hey, yeah, we locked in too. You Yo. know, what I'm <laughs> ain't nobody else talk shit about you but me. <laughs> yeah, like immediately I sat there and thought about that scene when when he pulled up. And they were like, they basically like, what's good? And they sitting down playing chess with each other. Oh, yeah. They was chopping. Yeah, uh-huh. They boys play chess and all kind of shit. But, you know, when they get back out in the street, it's like, hey. It's on site. Yeah, it's beef still, you know. You know. But I'll I see you next week for chess, though. Yeah, you know. We gonna, <laughs> just, you know, just know. Your, your mama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yo, whatever you said, your mama. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah, we, we are definitely going to do this again. I'm gonna have another person on with us. And that conversation is gonna be fun too. I'm about it. You know, so is there anything you want to say to the people before we sign off? And just know, I'm calling you as soon as we get off. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, To the people, ah, man, you know, I wish I would have, I wish I would have been prepared for this question. Um, Go ahead and give give your speech on stage. (laughs) Hey, man, the the best of, what I leave with the people is spend some time with yourself. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I know you think that you've spent the most time with yourself because you are yourself. But no, a lot of our time is spent giving it to other people and to other things. You know, it's 24 okay. hours in a day. You give eight to 10 hours to your job and then, you know, yeah. you come home and then you give time to your people and whoop de whoop de whoop And sometimes you neglect yourself. I encourage you starting now, going forward, spend some more time with yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and yeah, you know, and try to truly understand, uh, you know, who you are as a person. I know that may seem oversimplified, especially at our big age, but you know, you'd be surprised, you know, what you'll find if you just, you know, start peeling back the layers. All right, sir. Well, thank you for coming on. I'm about to, I'm about to roast you as soon as we get off. (laughs) Thank you you to everybody that is listening. (laughs) We will be, we'll be back next week. (laughs) Peace. (laughs) Bye.